tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads from over 200 countries and your number one source in after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Oh my god, guys, we are here. We are here. For the Graceland After Show here at AfterBuzz TV, we are covering Season 2, Episode 13, Faith 7. Graceland! Yeah. yeah, buddy. And when I say we are here, it's a hell of a we this week. It is a hell of a we this week. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm your host, Stephen Lemieux, joined, as always, by my amazing co-host, Stephanie Georgie, who's to my left today, my Hi. left-hand woman. And across the table, we have two fantastic special guests who I'm so happy that we could get at the same time, the sibling duo themselves... Lucia and Carlito. We have Eric Valdez and Jamie Gray Heider in Hola. studio with us. <laughs> oh, man. I'm excited. I've been looking forward to this for like weeks now. Us too. You even made popcorn, which is fantastic. And then we have some guy on the couch. So getting into this. <laughs> we brought the show's creator. And guys, we have our surprise special guest for this evening is show creator of White Collar and, of course, your favorite show, USA's Graceland, is Jeff Easton joining us on the hot seat today. Thanks for giving us work. <laughs> so if you're a fan of Aaron Tveit, you might be hating the guy on the couch right now. But Wait, what happens? I don't, nobody knows. <laughs> okay, guys, Eric, Eric actually doesn't know what happens in the episode, so we're spoiling this. He entire only thing. watches his scenes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Very egotistical guy. I mean. <laughs> anyway, so we're covering this episode, Faith Seven. I gotta ask right off the bat. What made you decide to name this episode Faith 7? Here's the thing. So at the end of the episode, Briggs originally had this long speech about Faith 7, which was the name of one of the, uh, the original uh, Mercury missions. Oh. And he gave this whole speech, and ultimately the episode was 60 minutes long. So we looked at ways to trim the episode and then thought, you know what? If I cut the Faith 7 speech, which is like <laughs> three minutes... Um, then the title doesn't make a damn bit of sense. <laughs> so we said, you know what? It'll be fun. Somebody, somebody will know what it means. And well, here you go. Everybody now Everybody knows. Now Secrets knows. out. Secrets. I didn't even know what that meant. So. I didn't either. <laughs> no, just we like to rant, name them random things. Yeah. <laughs> We're just gonna like it's like the Family Guy uh, okay, exactly. story. You have manatees just discover exactly. the name for Graceland yeah, episodes. We <laughs> Yeah, Gordo Cooper's flight, and he talks about how he was left in space. Because actually, spa- uh, Paige, during her little speech at the end, says something about, you know, it's uh, about, I think she still says some, some word about outer space, but that's the last little remnant of Faith 7. Okay. Because uh, yeah. Paige has been in outer space, like, where the hell has, like, where has our likability been for the past oh seven hey, you know weeks? I will defend Paige <laughs> in her actions. Okay. So. Well, you don't have your skeleton with you this week, so no, bring, yeah, bring Elliot or Virgil with me this week. <laughs> so we have uh, we have a few tweets in right off the bat. What's the one thing you want to happen in season three with you and Carlito? We were talking a little Incest bit about this. Incest is the best, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, Game of Thrones style. You know, we might be moving in that way. <laughs> You know, that would make for a really interesting love triangle. But the only <laughs> little boy you can throw off a tower is Jake's son. <laughs> oh. That is his damn. Man. 
that real He's, dark. Because we think wow. Graceland's dark, this guy's dark. <laughs> Stephen Lemieux, everybody. <laughs> oh, man. But what, 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 what do you guys really want to see with your characters moving forward? Well, first of all, I'm just I'm happy that, that we're still around for season two. So, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, we we talked a little bit about this. We were at a, a little viewing party uh, right before this. That's why we rushed over here and and uh, convinced Jeff to come by as well. But um, I don't know. I I mean, there's there's a lot of things you could do with that storyline. And um, I know, I know. See, that's I'm a little nervous to say anything because no, please, I mean. well, we, we talked about like possibility of yeah. bringing in another cartel and then us yeah, joining like, forces with the Fed so that we try and bring down the, another cartel. We talked about sick. that the being Kaza an cartel, bringing them back. Yeah. Oh, the Kaza to town on It'd those guys. Interesting if you guys got Bella somehow adopts them. into, into <laughs> that. Bella's still alive. No, and you know he could adopt them. They're they're orphans now. You know what's interesting is what I think about now. We are is if you look at it, another <laughs> another entrance into Carlito and Carlito's trying to amass this army now, basically, because we see it. We see our first inkling of this is, of course, he has the father issues. His dad doesn't look upon him highly. And then when he talks to Jake's in last episode, he's kind of trying to recruit Jake's like for his doings. And when Jake's isn't down with it, that's when he comes up with, hey, I'm just going to straight up tell Johnny what the deal is for now. Because and he doesn't have any father issues anymore. Yeah, you know. Was, <laughs> yeah, but he got some other issues. He put a bullet, he put a bullet through those. Yep. Um, <laughs> but what is interesting is that there's still a character of Odin. And I think that Odin is a renowned name enough in the cartel lifestyle that if Odin was to offer himself up to be a partner with Carlito's new faction, we could see a partnership there. That's interesting. I'm going to write that shit. Hmm. <laughs> Put those notes down. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, we have he's a... Uh, Steven wants he's to be... Really he's ready. buying for the job of staff writer for next season. <laughs> I, I, if if I wasn't doing this, I'd probably love to be a TV writer. <laughs> <laughs> My dream is to be a showrunner, so Jeff's just kind of like a stepping stone. <laughs> wow. Um, So we have one more from Graceland TV UK. I got to give a shout out to them because they've been tweeting us throughout the season. They They are absolutely. They look out since day one. Thank you guys so much if you're watching this. They, I mean, they followed me early on from from the get go, and they not only do enough, you know, a, a lot for just responding to me and tweeting things out, but. They do a lot for the show. They get they get these teaser photos. I don't even know where they get them. Oh, I know when they get the grids like, where you, they show you all your pictures from the last episode, like, and you're like, "Where did you get this?" Yes, we love all After Buzz TV viewers, like they are agents themselves. They can get a hold of everything so. and anything. They're crazy. Yeah. yeah. But he does say, "Please tell Jeff Easton that there are thousands of Aaron Tveit fans sobbing their hearts out right now." Hashtag Save My. <laughs> tell him if there were millions, then we could talk. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> damn. damn. So we bo- before we dive into this episode, there's the one question on everyone's minds. This is the finale of season two. We want a season three. Have you heard anything as of now, Nothing Jeff? Official. I mean, look, it's all good news. The eight ball, all signs point to yes. You know, talked to the president of the network yesterday. He said, "Look, we love the finale. We're negotiating with Fox, who's the studio. So you know." We'll, we'll hopefully know shortly. I mean, they haven't picked up anything other than suits right now, so knock wood. I'm hoping to God, because we need to know within the next, like, three weeks to get going on season three. So. Yes. Hell yeah. Cross I'm as eager as you guys are, because we, yeah. we have no clue. Yeah, I yeah, like by how- the way, I just got to say, I have never met 
Erica Jamie before. Like, this is correct. They've been doing yeah. the show forever, and tonight at the viewing party is the first night I met them. So. Yeah. You were telling us last week, you're like, oh man, what a bummer. Yeah, I know, I thought you guys were going to be here last week. So, so do you regret yeah. your casting decision now? I've met Matthew. 100%. Right. What's up with the accent, bro? <laughs> I like, know. Like, oh, so you're the boss? Eric's a dude from Encino, you know? I know, he calls himself Eric. Yeah. What? (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's go ahead and jump into this recap because I'm not going to say your real name again. Oh, man. (laughs) You're going to have to watch the spotlight on with Eric Valdez if you want to get that. But so our (laughs) recap, we start out with Johnny and Lucia in the hotel. Johnny is just totally bonkers at this point. He's like, he doesn't know. This is his first time, like, really deep undercover. And Everything is going wrong that could go wrong. Yeah. That's what happens when you let booty get involved. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. That sex compliments. <laughs> it's not your fault. Apparently, your shit was official, so he had to stick around. It's cool. You woke up like that. You woke up like that. <laughs> exactly. I woke up like this. <laughs> so Johnny, Johnny's way over his head. He's no Briggs. Okay, Johnny's great, but he has no Briggs. If Briggs was in this position, he'd probably be like, okay, I can do this, 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 probably kill Lucy, and we'd be good. But uh, so he just keeps saying the S word over and over again. Um, and she and Lucy at this point is just guessing, like, what are you? Mm-hmm. Like, she knows, like, the fact that he mentioned Sid is like, Lucia knows enough about his father's shady dealings to know that they got Sid on the payroll, and Sid is a name she's heard before. So she immediately knows he's working with somebody on the opposite side in America. And yeah, she calls him a liar piece of S not to touch him. And then it's kind of a flip really quick that she's like. Because she understands the ultimate the the first ca- time yeah. that she's dealt with somebody yeah. trying to use her to get to her father. Not necessarily in this way, but I mean, she's dealt with people having ulterior motives probably her entire life. She loves exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. and exactly. You know, Johnny's got a dental plan now, baby. Yeah. yeah. They got that Latin passion. She loves <laughs> it. And, you know, she doesn't have the ties to her family that she'd like to have. So when you have a, a bond with anyone, I feel like for her she's absolutely. like absolutely all right yeah. like i'm sticking to this kind of a thing and and again i i don't think that she would have completely flipped out when she found out because i mean she suspected it all along she asked yes. him yeah. like a million exactly. times you know mm-hmm. to be honest with her and so when it finally comes out she's like oh you idiot in my mind <laughs> right. my mind counts is it's a big relief <laughs> oh i life. bet yeah, yeah. you've been worried that, so worried that he's just another Another gangster. Yeah, it's actually a better excuse. Yeah, it's like, oh, by the way, I'm a good guy. Yeah, Yeah, it's true. What he stands for is better, so that's why her character was able to relax after a couple of minutes. Yeah, just as dangerous. That was it. Yeah, but but he still stands for good. It's better good than bad, you know? And she feels like, I think, too, like, if if I was going to be going down for something, it probably would have already happened, too. Like, if he was going to flip on something. So uh, you ask, like, about, okay, is it my brother, my father? And he's like, both, and that's why I want to get you out of there. Um, and he basically puts it this way. If we're lucky, we live hiding and scared. And if we're unlucky, you know who we're dealing with. So at this point, you're kind of real. You know in your mind that Carlito, I mean, Carlito and Carlos would probably just put a bullet in you, even though you're family. The fact that he beat Car- uh, Carlito to put, made him do the corner on his knuckles and everything, like, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't <laughs> really. My knees, but knees, knees, yeah. Knuckles. Oh, your knees, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I failed you, Jeff Easton. I didn't remember. <laughs> that really, Eric, did that really hurt? Did the corn really hurt? You know, it, it it did. And here's the thing: like funny scene. I know that's a different kidding. episode, and we're recapping the finale. 
but just since I'm here and the question was brought up, you know, they, they offer, they always want to, to, to err on the side of caution and everything when doing stuff like that. And they offered knee pads and, and whatnot. And for certain parts, when you're not shooting the whole scene, like if you're just close up, then yeah, it's fine. You don't have to kneel on corn the whole time. But when we were shooting those scenes, I, I told him, I'm like, no, let's just make it real. Like really? if it hurts, it hurts. I'm going to kneel on this shit. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, I wanted, I didn't break any skin, but it, you know, you know, when you press on skin really hard and you get those like blood blisters underneath it. Yeah. Right. You like had all the little for, babitas on your knees, yeah, like for, indented. Yeah, for right. like a week or so after that's, that. Yeah, that's, but, method, that's method, y'all. That is. It's straight up. No, I, I remember like, that day. I remember I coming to, to set that day and then you, yeah. even the look on your face was completely different. Like we didn't really talk much or anything no. and you had been all beat up and everything too and that was the first time I'd seen that and I was like, like me as Jamie was like, right. Eric! Like, yeah. I was like, oh God! And, and I remember that you were in a totally... I just I I loved that that scene and that day and it just you know it's it's such a big turning point within Carlito's mind in his head and and everything like that and so yeah for for Eric on set that day it was it was it was a completely different person and just you know trying to trying to 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 really take in what is really going on and so now it was it was a cool scene I, I liked the way that it was shot and everything too yeah it was it was actually a really good scene in in more that it shows <clears throat> it really shows your change. Because you, you start as this crazy person, you go back to Mexico, and then you're constantly under your father's thumb. Mm-hmm. And this is the scene where you really realize that your father is never going to have the respect for you that you right. want him to. And this is where I feel like the worst thing you can do with somebody who doesn't like you is give them time to think about how much they don't like you. So yeah. making them kneel on corn while they're doing that will make them really not like you. And then you'll end up with three bullets in your chest and a coup de gras. Well, and, and you know, for me, the, the making making me kneel on, on corn, it was more of like like a Carlito decision, almost like mm. a somewhat punishing himself for not 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 obeying what his father has said or asked what his father said so much, but for not standing up for himself. who he is, for becoming okay. this cowering person around his father. Because with everybody else, he's so you know boastful and he's got this big bravado and everything. And so it was that moment of him realizing. He's shit's gonna have to change, and so it was almost like a self punishment and a way of getting him psychologically to get past whatever you know sort of thumb per se mm-hmm. he was under with his father. That that's that's how how it went down. For it's like me. a self flogging to get the yeah. Okay, I liked that also though because I felt like you could see the dynamic within the family. So I appreciated to see you guys obeying your father because we needed to know how that worked. Also, like why does he have control over you? And the fact that you did it, even though you're an adult. Was more of like oh you it's more understanding why your anger would build and why all yeah. this would happen because not many people would listen to their parents but you had to yeah as a yeah. grown ass man yeah you see these <laughs> big bold crazy like right. personalities and then, and and then, then, then we get around pop- our dad and we're both like fine I, like, exactly. <laughs> you turn like, into the valley kids mm-hmm. like father I need some money go get a job yeah <laughs> I just gotta say real quick that like I mean you know we try to do this in your casting but we just cast the best best actors and like they look like a family that's what really gets mm-hmm. me like I buy it you know? yeah a lot of people said that with, with Nestor too yeah like, Nestor oh yeah oh, he looks he looks like he could really be you guys dad because he's a good blend of yeah. the two of he us so. Jamie you say that he kind of looks like your real dad right he does he kind of no, does. does all of your guys <laughs> and your complexion the three of you is almost I got more yeah. of a tan now because I went on vacation <laughs> oh yeah I saw yeah. those pictures oh. you posted from Hawaii man I'm jealous as, oh, <laughs> that's a bad out of hell right there um I do have to ask, though, on the, on the subject of Nestor, I feel like there was more there. Did we cut a scene between him and Sid? 
Uh, no, actually, we ended up doing that a lot. Originally, there was going to be flashbacks of what actually happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, the episode was like 16 minutes over, so we didn't end up end up doing it. So okay. you, if you listen real carefully, you can hear everything right, kind of go down end. as Mike is coming through. But, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. So. I mean, that was very interesting how they did that. And of course, we'll get to it in the show, but I do I do enjoy it when they make you put things together. Because mm-hmm. you don't want everything just handed to you like, right. oh, this is what's happening. This is exactly what's happening. I mean, because there's no fun in like, not it, there's no fun in opening a clear gift. Does right. that make sense? Mm-hmm. Nope. Um, so, rushing back into the episode, so back when we get to uh, Johnny, they drive up to the house because she decides that she's going to walk the money in because Johnny would look like an idiot walking marked bills into the house. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that he came up with the idea in the beginning just shows you how green he is as an undercover agent. Uh, he asks to take her gun. She's like, are you stupid? Carlito pops into the window, asks for a favor. And this is the most... <laughs> I, knew it. I knew he was going to pop <laughs> up, and I was like, what are you doing here? Go inside. Go You're like the dude who just wants to bum a ride, and you're like, I don't want to... No. No. Okay, fine. I'll bum her. I'll, I'll give you a ride. Yeah, Carlito yeah. chooses his uh, words wisely by bringing up Lucia. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll go ask Lucia, you know. We're cool. So, uh, we have this nice scene between you and Johnny, and this was kind Can of... Can I just say real quick yes. that when we were in the viewing, when we were viewing it tonight, the TV went out right during that scene. It did. So <laughs> yeah, they, they went to, to go it. adjust the volume. We're watching this scene, and mind you, like this is the first time we've seen this. We don't get to see the edits or anything like that. So we're watching the scene, and the, one of the guys goes to turn the volume up and changes the channel or something, and they get stuck on another channel, and it's like... Yeah, like this, literally losing it. No. <laughs> like, like, he turns into like a 12-year-old girl. It was like a scene out of I Love Lucy or something. Like everybody's scrambling, oh, I'm sorry, what do we do? Who knows how to operate direct TV? Blah, blah, blah. And then they finally get back to it and it's on a commercial. It's not so we missed that whole yeah, so You can tell Eric what happened there. So you went up to the car, you went up to the car, you asked him on the ride. You're being really intrusive. Mm-hmm. Leverage your sister against him, and he agrees grudgingly. Mm-hmm. But since you're Carlito, you don't give a crap. You're just yeah. like, all right, cool. Like, cool. So <laughs> you guys drive off, and then you you have this conversation about how because it's it's interesting the dynamic you two have, knowing that um, Carlito knows that at this point Johnny is a cop, mm-hmm. but they're both of the kind of the same heritage, but. Carlito went towards the cartel. So that's why he's like asking about like you you find cultural pride as a personal front as opposed to me who I'm embracing our country, our cultural pride in your crazy insane way yeah. of embracing cultural pride with your antiques like you're a man of antiquities you like the Spanish guns and the things like that and Johnny is just all about like I'm from Long Beach, bitch. Yeah. Exactly. So it's kind of, you You kind of, at this point, have lost all respect for the guy. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Carlito, is, he's a very proud person, obviously. He's in, in a variety of ways, and he's very boastful and showy. And, you know... And he having, lost his crush to his sister? Well, and that's the thing, too. Right? It's, it's being a prideful person. Like, when you, when you lose out on this competition of sorts, you're going to feel a, t- a sense of resentment anyway. And then learning more about Johnny, and then picking apart his flaws and his greenness as you said and everything and then attacking with those with the words the way he said them you know it, it just kind of alludes to the fact that that like he's talking about the scene with the chameleon you know always mm-hmm. looking for a way uh-huh. to change your color it's exactly it's exactly how Johnny is for the most part he's he's 
sifting his way through things, and then he gets completely blindsided by her, so he lets the emotions take over, and every decision he's making is is thought maybe one or two-dimensionally instead of ten degrees in like exactly. an FBI agent should. Mm-hmm. And so it's taunting him. I love the way Dan and everybody else wrote Carlito for the, you know, for, for the entire season. The way he speaks is so poetic, and there's always a riddle involved. He's not just super direct. He's, 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 he likes to kind of come at you from the side and almost, almost make you think like, oh, okay, well, where's he get, where's he going before he just, you know, attacks you, basically. Well, it's, it's interesting you say that because when I look at, when I look at what I compared your character to before, which was Tuco from Breaking Bad, as the, the crazy guy who will just beat somebody's face in for no reason. And, I mean, that's when we first get a taste of your character. Sure. was when you shoot your bodyguard, butler, whatever you want to call him, in yeah. the neck with a pistol for no reason. Um, there's a difference here in that when we... With the way your dialogue has continued on its arc, the fact that you realize that it made sense for your father to disown you and go to Johnny, like, you admit that. You admit that it makes sense. It from makes sense. From a business standpoint. From a sure. business standpoint. It, 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 it shows that you're intelligent. And oh, the way yeah. you speak shows that you're not only insane, but you are intelligent. And that's what's even scary is the fact that if you go out, pull out a gun out right now and just shoot somebody in the head, you know with full confidence that you can just get out of it completely and mm-hmm. walk away scot-free. And that's what makes every scene with your character so terrifying in this show. Exactly. Your confidence <laughs> is very intimidating. Because when you pull the gun on Johnny, Johnny says, just do it. And you say, okay, it's the end. And then we cut to commercial break. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but the next time we see you, you're still on the side of the road, and Johnny wants to creak a window. You just tell him to shut up. Car pulls up with four guys with guns, really just intimidation factor, so Johnny will not make any kind of move. Um, and they pull Lucia out of the car, thus starting, honestly, probably the most intense scene of the episode, which I don't know if was intentional or not, but that was probably the most intense scene for me yeah. because we really... Your character is so unpredictable. You don't know mm-hmm. what's going to happen. And then when you bring the sexualization of it that, into it... You're, you're yeah. just twisted, man. Your character's <laughs> so yeah, I gotta twisted. say, originally, yeah, when, when, when he tells her to bite his lip, um, originally I wanted it to be biting his chest, but uh, I can't remember who backed that one up. <laughs> it would have been a little bit, like, unless unless yeah, Johnny had, like, more of, like, a, like, more buff. Like, if it was Daniel Sunjata, hell yeah, she could have uh, been that one. I can't remember. Yeah, it was more of a production thing. But, yeah, so that, but, yes, the idea was that Carlito, you know, he's been kind of, you know, he, he's he's been, he's been rebuffed sexually at this point. Oh, so he's got to, mm-hmm. you know. What's interesting to me is the fact that we haven't really touched on Carlito's sexuality with Johnny in a while. Um, and I really thought that, I mean, if we get a season three, I'm sure we're going to touch on that a little bit more because Johnny's basically Carlito's bitch at this point for Lucia. Right. But in, at this point, I felt like there could have been like a kiss of death. Like, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah I see what you're saying. I think, I think at this point... That's that was the one, you know, Carlito is very intelligent and he's very, you know, he's methodical in the way he does things. And the one time he let that guard down when he let his emotions get to him and felt like Johnny was really kind of falling for him, he realized that that was, you know, that moment of weakness, he realized slapped him in the face. Mm-hmm. So he's not going to go for that anymore at this point. He's going to taunt, he's going to tease, he's going back to his old ways, but I don't think he would let any sort of emotion bring him back to that level. Oh, I'm not even saying emotion. What I mean is to bring it back full circle to when they did do that mm-hmm. was to have it be that was an emotion of he was letting him in with with a love and mm-hmm. this is the emotion of 
like the mob gives the kiss of the kiss right. of you're done to me. Like I felt like it would have been like a, a taunting thing of you're done to me. This is like the hatred. You can feel the hatred within this. Get away. Right. That kind of thing. There was a bit of I, I played with a bit of that with 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 the gun itself. If okay. you remember, there's that moment in the in the bar where they first kiss and he's yeah. like, "I'm not afraid of you," and, and then he kisses the gun. Well, in this scene, they go to to kiss again. Yeah, and he I stops him the right, gun right, on right in the middle between okay. the two of them. Mm-hmm. So for me, that was almost what you're talking about. It's like, nah. That, that we're done with that. Exactly. Shit. That ain't, that you ain't kiss her when I tell you to kiss her. Yeah, and that's exactly. It. You do Absolutely. what I say, and that's it. All I mean, right. It's because you're the master manipulator, sort of. You know, at yeah. first Absolutely. it was almost like you were you were taken aback by your feelings for Johnny. I feel like that unfolded in a way that almost got ahead of you. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then as soon as you can get a hold on it again, you're like, all right, now, now I'm running the show. Yeah. Well, like I can, I'm going to do this. And the opposite's happening with Johnny right now because Johnny gets ahead of himself with his emotions and mm-hmm. he thinks he's running it, and now. Carlito's running the show. Well, I like yeah. that because everyone, like every character, has a point of where they have to check themselves. Yeah, before, before they, they wreck, wreck themselves. Wreck. Yeah, yeah. You, I knew <laughs> that. I knew that. You were going to say it. Hey, there's an NWA movie being made, by the way. Do you guys know that? Oh, I think uh, Black Hollywood Live, our system so, network, talked about that. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Anyway, sorry. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> so, um, this is where we get, I mean, this whole scene, very well done. She, Carlito, like, plays up the hurtness of, of course, he already knew that Lucia had known that Johnny mm-hmm. was an FBI agent. Your face gives it away mm-hmm. to confirm it. Um, we have that huge sexual tension scene, and then and she bites his lip hard. By the way, you made him bleed. Like I, I didn't. He didn't say bite hard. He just said bite his lip. Uh, and then want to have to do it twice. <laughs> <laughs> was that was that real blood or no? Yeah. It w- oh, I mean, you no. Bit that hard? no oh, oh. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past you though. I, I wouldn't. No, I didn't make him bleed for real. She I did. Made, she already made one of us bleed this Yeah, season. during the dish throwing twice. scene, I threw one right at him and he whacked it and the shard hit him in the head and we thought my it was head. the fake blood and then we realized we hadn't paused for the fake blood yet and he, we had cut him, I had cut him right in the head with the, yeah. with the dish and I was like, <gasps> Jeff's in the editing room like, Perfect. <laughs> yeah, it would have been great if it was on the, the right side, but it was yeah. on the wrong side of my head. Uh, yeah. So um, this Next is where Carlito says to tell the FBI that the operation is ongoing and the planes mm-hmm. are going to keep dropping our drugs right on time. So basically, Carlito has a free method of transportation. I mean, he's of course he's paying, but it's staying at the the same rate. I'm assuming. Right. Well, I mean, that's that that part's kind of to be determined. He hasn't negotiated any of those terms with Johnny. Now, those were terms that his father made, and you know that it, it can all change. The main thing was. He wants to keep this business going. There's not nobody's in his way. His father's not in his way anymore. So he's gonna run the show. And if you go back to the scene where, you know, uh, I think it was episode five, where on on the couch where he's talking about, you know, nobody trusts me, and then that whole I will run this family one day thing. Mm-hmm. He's now at that point. And so, you know, in, in in talking about all that and everything, it was at that point it's just you're gonna you're now my bitch, as you said, and you're gonna do what I tell you to do because if you don't. Then you know your little crush over here is done. Do you think Carlito has? I mean, at this mind. at this point in the series, does Carlito have any emotions lingering for his sister as well? Still, I think there's. Yeah. I, what's that? Complicated, but yeah. Yes, complicated. I think he's he's always going to love his sister because they've had this bond again in that episode five where he talks yeah. about Which is a how great they were monologue, kids. Right? Oh yeah, Thank it's amazing. I, I, it was well written. So. Yes. <laughs> I, uh, you know, they talk about their bond that they had when they were kids, and I think he's always going to have that because 
out of everybody in his life, she's the only one that somewhat understood him and somewhat stood by him when they were kids. As he got older and they kind of separated, yes, that bond weakened. And at this point, he part of him despises her for the way she betrayed him in his mind. But he really has nobody else at this point. His mother died years ago. His father is now dead thanks to him. He has nobody else except for her. So he's a manipulator, and he's going to use even her at this point to do what he wants to do. But I don't think, you know, I don't think he completely hates her as an individual at this point. Yeah, because it's family. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think even that she, I mean, she resents him a lot for Mm -hmm. sure. But I think even she obviously has her limits as to how far she would go as far as yeah, because at the end betraying of the day, him because there's so many things she could have done way earlier on if she had really wanted to be done with it. But so obviously there's there is some kind of of a bond, and I think it is just our mom's not around. It's not like we have a lot of other family or friends. We're kind of in this together, even if I hate my position in it. It's it's sort of my identity, right? Absolutely. And and he, as much as I hate him, I think partly for my father, for my mother, and all that stuff, I I can't be the one to cause him to fail right. or go to jail or have something bad happen to him even if it's what should happen in some cases I don't she's not going to be the one to do it but Lucia's character even says that she doesn't want like you'd rather just leave you'd rather go right. away you're yeah, not, so you I don't, don't want to get away you don't care to put him in prison you don't yeah. care for him to die you just you just want to not be a part of this family and, exactly and which makes sense because at the end of the day if like my family were like killers and everything else I'd have to step away I wouldn't want to think of them dying even though they've killed other people but it is what it is. She doesn't know anything else either. Exactly. That's her entire life. So it's partially like, a norm to you. Mm-hmm. Which just, is why you and Johnny work. You saying that just makes me imagine a clutch moment where it's you either Johnny's going to kill Eric or you're going to save Eric. And I feel like There's, you make the clutch decision on your brother and not I, Johnny. I, yeah. I, that's, I would it's funny you say that. I was, that's something I thought going into season three, Knockwood. Um, that's one of the things, one of the areas that I thought maybe they could explore, you know, in putting putting her in this, this position where, you know, up until this point, she hasn't really had to make a decision for anybody except herself. Is she going to run? Is she going to do this or that? Putting her in a position of now, you know, her brother who's been there her entire life, yes, he's nuts and he's crazy and shit went down because of him. And the one person that she finally fell in love with, like she's so involved blood thicker now, than water, yeah. what you know that whole type of thing. So just just one thought that I had about well, where you could go. Another yeah. thing that we have too is Johnny's Johnny's ear got has Jake's at it right now, and the the ones that you know they're close to some. Even though it's an anger emotion, the one in Graceland that Johnny is closest emotionally to is Dale Jake's at mm-hmm. this point. Even though at this point they're not really. At that, like, buddy-buddy stage. But the fact that Johnny's been following this storyline the entire... Or Jake's has been following this storyline with Johnny and Lucia this entire time. And I feel like at this point, if we have Johnny... If we have Jake's whispering in Johnny's ear, what would Lucia do if Johnny, if Johnny just leaves her there, leaves her out to dry? And then we have the scorned lover that could lead into something even more with her teaming up with Carlito. Yeah. I don't know. You never know where it's going to go. It just has to go somewhere because we're dying here <laughs> knowing that they cut to black on that scene tonight. So moving yeah. into uh, Sid and Briggs. Sid and Briggs are on their road trip down to down to Tecate. Uh, they're talking about, oh, where do you live, Briggs? Briggs says, oh, you know, it's just like this place, Malibu. It's way too high class for me. I don't need the oceans. I don't need that. Uh, Sid's questioning him. Well, is this where you want to be? I wouldn't be here if it wasn't where I belong. Yeah, thanks, Briggs. Exactitudely. 
Yeah. <laughs> Who do we have to thank for that? That's Archie. That was an ad lib. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Kobe. I, I, I knew that was an ad lib. I again. <laughs> I, I've known Kobe for a while. Yeah. Kobe Ryan McLaughlin. For those of you guys that don't know him, he's a good buddy of mine. Yeah, Kobe. He played Archie. Um, <laughs> yeah, we love Archie. I, I know. I know his personality enough to know that that was exactly his <laughs> his addition to to the Graceland. You know, for this season. Um, but no, it was it was funny. I I tweeted him that I think exactly really. <laughs> So this seems really interesting because honestly, okay, I look at it, when I'm watching and I'm looking at it, okay, Sid is talking to Briggs and it's kind of everybody's laughing, having a good time, blah, 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 but then I also look at it as if, at this point I feel like Sid knows he's going to kill everyone in this car. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like terrifying to know that at this point Sid knows he's going to kill everyone in this car just to pin Mike Warren down. Mm -hmm. No, just to save himself. himself. Yeah. 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 Of course. And that's insane to me. He's and that cold. just Sid is cold-blooded, which is so funny because in the beginning when we saw these scenes with him and his family, they really did make you kind of like him. He's just a regular guy. Yeah. If anything, if we saw him first, he'd be the way I feel about Briggs. Briggs has been doing the same thing, but I love him no matter what. But Sid has that advantage cuz he's just he's he's a likable guy at the end of the day. In well, a lot of ways, it makes, kind of him, it makes him almost scarier than Carlito in, in certain ways because, because of that. Because you don't know what to expect. Exactly. Yeah. Well, With you, you're just like, oh, you put it out there that yeah, you're yeah, crazy. Yeah, and, <laughs> and Sid's like, no, I'll be your best friend, but then I'll yeah. also, you up. Well, what's, what's interesting about this, and sorry to cut ahead, um, I love the fact that it pins for season three Briggs versus Sid. Right. Right. Because when you look at when you look at the best parts of season one, Honestly, the best parts of season one is the crazy stuff Briggs does so methodically and planning so far ahead. It's going to be, next season is going to be like a chess game between Sid and Briggs. And the players are going to be the police and Graceland. And Briggs is going to have to probably sacrifice some pawns. And they're both so good. Like, Sid and Briggs are both so good at what they do methodically. Yeah. Planning ten moves ahead and everything like that. It makes it right. Yeah. Carmine Giovinazzo, who plays Sid, because uh, my very first show was Shasta McNasty on UPN, and Carmine was a star. And, uh, you know, I always joked that both of us were sort of slumming on that show, even though <laughs> I created it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Carmine, and I lost him to, uh, you know, CSI New York for a long time, but I always wanted to do something else with him. We brought him on, and the biggest problem we had was the network was like, he's too likable. <laughs> we kind of like, you know, because Carmine and I talked about it, he didn't want to do just the heavy, so, you know, but he, he was too damn likable, so we had to, like, kind of screw it up a little bit. But, uh, hey, Carmen, you're too likable. Exactly. You know what you need to do? You need to kill all your best friends in the show. <laughs> we actually, a little aside, but yeah, we had a scene where um, we were going to have a little nephew, like a like a 12-year-old nephew of Carlito's, who was sort of like that, the, uh, you know, Carlos, the dad, was sort of like... Like, this is your replacement, Carlito, because he's not an asshole like you are. And we're going to have, at the end, after Sid's killed everybody, this is when we had, we actually were going to see it, that he hears, like, some whimpering, and he pulls it back, and there's this 12-year-old kid, and he just, boom, pops it. Wow. That was just taking it. Damn. Damn. Like oh, that would have been what? super... Yes. I would have loved that scene. <laughs> well, they were the ones who suggested it. Really? Them. Yes. So, you know, characters welcome, bitches, yeah. <laughs> Seriously. That would have been nuts, though, because my, my thing about next season, or... Right, I'm gonna yeah. go ahead and throw it out that. there. Yeah, next no, no. yeah, why not? Um, is that Briggs is Briggs is the king at this point? Briggs knows what he's doing. He's always the one that kind of helps him. I don't care. I that's what I say. That's what I think. Sorry, Stan, I, I disagree think she has a crush life. on Briggs. No, no, no I'm just saying. Bit. I just like his kid. No, I love Aaron and Manny. Or, I mean, Johnny and Mike. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know them personally, but... Anyways, you know, my only issue is that Briggs hasn't ever had to do this with a child. 
So mm-hmm. now I'm worried about every decision that he's going to be making. He's going to be just slightly more sensitive, whereas uh-huh. Sid has been doing all of this with a kid. Had he had killed that the 12-year-old Mexican boy, even though his son's the exact same age, that would have been nuts. It's going to yeah. be the opposite, though. He's going to go that much harder because he has he's a kid? Gonna, because because of the kid. his son, perhaps. Oh, spoiler. No, I'm just kidding. <sighs> never Maybe. Know. <laughs> never. Oh, Charlie. Oh, Charlie's going to be so angry. Because, no, anyway. because of what Sid says to Mike, what Sid says is, and now I'm going to have to take them out one by wow. one. Mm-hmm. And when Briggs realizes this, when right. he realizes that Sid's plan is not, okay, Mike Warren is dead, potentially. He's going to go Odin. He, no. Yeah, you just well, ruined it for the people watching. They haven't watched the episode. We haven't gotten to that part yet. What? It's the after show. Can I just say this? Uh, somebody, my director, Russell, who directed I love oh, Russell. Russell. You know, Russell. Yeah. He just tweeted me or texted me. What's really hilarious is that, uh, um, see, basically press gets press screeners. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're not the final cut. And so they, uh, Entertainment Weekly, put out this whole thing about this scene where Mike and Briggs burn the tape. Which we get out of the finale. So So basically, yeah, uh, just cracking me up. It says, uh, you know, um, yeah, Mike uh, Briggs leaves Charlie's sick bed for Mike and tries to figure out a way to help him. Mike tells Briggs he knows about Juan. But isn't going to turn him in. Instead, Mike burns the tape. Guess what? That never didn't happened. Never happened. No. But the discussion no. was there. Mike the there was, the discussion was no. absolutely yeah. there where Mike was just kind of like, but you, it, he didn't matter. Right. We had a whole scene that we just yeah. ended up cutting. But the, so it looks like their bomb came Weekly? back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're wrong. It doesn't exist in this world. <laughs> Fall back, Damn. Entertainment Weekly. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, side note though. Um, question. Yeah. Season 2, Blu-ray, DVD. Yeah. Are we going to have the full unedited 67 cut of the finale? Probably not. I like this version better okay no. good no I'm pretty happy with it I don't I'm like not one of those guys that needs like the 20 minutes or something. I always think that tightening helps you know yeah. You gotta take those Carlito scenes and compress them. I know. Them it already felt like so long. Yeah, exactly. You that know. just means Not there's gonna be part. there's gonna be more room on the DVD to put our after show on it alongside. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'd be amazing. <laughs> no, <laughs> just saying. Like, just, I'm a little bit embarrassed. Right now. That. Can you shut up, please? <laughs> 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 oh <Dad>. man. <laughs> so Briggs is going radio silent. Um, actually, cutting away because we do have to intermingle this with Mike and his CEO. What is his CEO's name? Uh, oh, Clark. 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 Yeah. Okay, Clark. They see uh, they see them driving up, and uh, the CEO says that he's giving Warren leave for a few weeks right after this because of the fight right at home base. Mm-hmm. And he also tells Mike that they're that they're looking to indict somebody. They're looking to put somebody away for the fight, put away for all these botched missions. Everything's coming up. Look, you either get Sid now or everything's going to fall on you. And mm-hmm. you're going to be, Mike, pretty much you're going to be screwed. Um, so the next time we see is that Briggs is going radio silent. Um, there's no way that Mike can tell him anything. So Briggs luckily says that, hey, I'm going to take one more call. I'm going to give a call to my to my baby mama because I need to take care of my kid. You know, <laughs> And that's one thing that Sid would know. If if Sid had told him no, Briggs would know something's up. So Sid's right. kind of like, all right, cool, it's fine. So, so he talks lucky. to Mike. Mike's getting everyone's getting calls. Nobody showed up at Cider Marconi. We find out that's the that's Charlie and where Amber were supposed to meet. And Clark got an explosive package, an explosive potentially right. package email or mm-hmm. mailed to him. <laughs> Email explosive <laughs> package. Welcome yeah, to twenty first century, guys. Yeah. It was a fat Y two K. We shot a terrible scene of Sid planting the bomb. But we just were like, it's terrible. We got to cut it. <laughs> was it like Mission Impossible Literally, theme? Like, kind of. He walks up and goes, slides it under, and just like, 
It's just terrible. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Glad that got well done. So uh, we find that's uh, of course at this point we're like okay so Sid is trying to throw them off but what we don't know is we don't know what's going on with the sting operation in the first place because we don't know how everything's going to play out and everything plays out completely different than we thought it would because mm-hmm. we originally think okay there's going to be a deal that goes down they're going to find Sid with the Mark Bills we take Sid down voila we got Carlito we got Carlos we got Sid but of course Easy. win 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 mm-hmm. nope not going to nope. happen nope Jamie screws it all up. Damn you, Jamie. God. I mean, she was trying to live with her boo somewhere else. I'm just saying. There was a briefcase of money sitting there trying to go to Costa Rica. Yeah. And you know what's interesting about that is her taking the briefcase actually didn't screw too much up. Because when you look at it from what actually happened, it it was more that... The thing that screwed it up was Carlito catching Jake's yeah, doing, it was over doing the bills. At that point, it didn't matter right. what else happened. Well, yeah, because Carlito knew this was the time to make his move. Mm-hmm. Um, this is when he knew Johnny was a cop, and he knew he had Johnny dead to rights, especially when you took the briefcase. And it also kind of shows that when we know Sid's not going to already go there, that means it's time for the coup de gras. Mm-hmm. So things are going bad. Mike says Briggs is out because Briggs calls him and is like, "Yeah, you know, I'll handle it. Handle what?" baby drama baby mama drama you're good you know she just didn't show up are you serious yeah so he gets in the SUV gets the hell out of there luckily because we didn't want Briggs to die I mean Mike Warren whatever but Briggs (laughs) no that was good this is one of those things where, like, because, you know, we shoot the show in Florida and I'm in L.A. And I was like, where the hell is Mike supposed to be? It's like this old set of mash there to the, like, camel. Yeah, like, in the middle of nowhere. Was, like, what are they? I don't know where they are. <laughs> <laughs> They're in like, uh, It's actually, it'd be technically off the 94. Exactly. And <laughs> close to Campo. I think that's probably where he was set up. And and there you go. I got to think about my own show for a second. When they, Sid walks in and there's that photo, like, out of, right out of, a, like, an 80s sitcom <laughs> sitting there of, like, the whole Graceland <laughs> Yeah, I remember seeing that because the script it describes it as like you know kind of like the fridge we got like a shot of Mike and Briggs and blah 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 all this and I saw that and I was like oh dear God what have we done? Yeah. <laughs> you talking about that yeah. yesterday? Yeah, on, you? yeah, I'm just yeah. Like, oh, man, what the hell last week? I mean, I yeah. watched it yesterday. Right. I'm just like really? It's like you know, yeah. it's like Full House. Like, you know, it's in there. <laughs> when the APs get creative influence, exactly. <laughs> well, what actually it was funny because uh, the post when I go in for the mix they always do some kind of joke and they put the theme from Full House over that shot when Sid walks in. <laughs> you know, side note, just because you said that, any horror movie is instantly made funny if you put the Friends theme song over when he's chasing them with a knife and stabbing Oh, my God. Them. I know that. It's, it's probably the funniest thing, and you'll sit on YouTube just for, like, minutes. <laughs> minutes. <laughs> not, a, not, not hours, probably second, just second minutes. Row, yeah. Okay, like so, <laughs> so Briggs is just like, he's out, he's going to take the SUV, he's just going to drive north, he can be there in three hours. Um, Mike is like... All right, well, I got to do some vigilante crap right here because I got to make sure that I take down Sid because I'm not playing into his hand at all right now. I'm not doing exactly what he wants me to do at all right now. I'm just going to be really smart right now and just go with my gut feeling because that's worked out really well so far. He's going to be a hero. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Well, yeah. luckily, yeah. no, not luckily. Mike pulls up. Here's gunshots. He starts going through. He knocks out a few guys, you know, because he's got some hell of a marksman skills. We know about that from the very first, first episode mm-hmm. of the first mm-hmm. season, pilot episode. And the fact he trained Bellows guys, he's, he's a marksman. Uh, he's going through. We hear Martinez and Hodges are dead. Yeah. Mike sees people dying. He sees Carlos Solano on the ground with bullet holes in his chest, one in his knee. And you're like, okay, 
So that's goodbye to him. Uh, Mike shoots somebody, gets shot, and then we see Archie leaning against the thing like this. <laughs> yeah. In the head. Oh, in right? the head. Ruthless. And you know what? We know it was Wasted. Sid who did it, too. Oh, yeah. You know it was Sid who just, his best buddy just yeah. fucking. Sorry, bro. Sorry, not Yeah, right. I mean, you hear him say it, right? Oh, you hear him yeah. say, you're turning on me and all that, and then boom. Yeah. Done. Your yeah. pop said the same thing, which makes me sad. I loved Carlos Solano. Yeah, me too. I kind of regret it. We all that. did. Uh, yeah, us too. He was such a. And well, can I say I speak that? For myself. Another thing that I liked about your guys' family dynamic, um, both of you spoke the same. Yeah. The way that he presented himself, you were just, you were the obvious, the, the heir, the, the prince, and he was the king, and you were, you, it was just perfect. I loved it. And it fell into the culture thing because you know how you said that he's very poetic? Yeah. Uh, colloquialisms are huge in oh, the Latino sure. culture, and that's just how we communicate, and that's it. So yeah. I thought that was perfect. Thank you. <laughs> no, I mean, big shouts out to Nestor. I just, yeah. yes. Number one, he's just an amazing person in real life. He's a great he guy. And uh, yeah, it was, it's sad to, sad to see him go just because. It was so much fun working with him and everything. He's super talented. I mean, yeah. and he's got this commanding voice oh, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Speaks, God, like, that day perfection. when he finally raised his voice, oh, the whole thing? To, yeah, mm-hmm. when he like was, echoed all the way through South Florida. When he started <laughs> wailing on you too. I mean, you're sitting in the same room and you know it's fake, but you're just like, oof. <laughs> <laughs> you're so like, good. oh man. I mean, we had a we had a lot of fun too. Yeah. Though, those scenes and we're all just sitting around a table together. We're always. Hysterical. One of us would realize that our script was still sitting on the table after we did a take. Jane would eat all the rice, and they'd I have did. To come the bring yellow rice, rice was really good. I was the only one who ate an entire plate of food every take. Like the entire crew yeah. would just stare at me, and I'm like, "It's so good." That, hey, that would have been me. Yeah. <laughs> um, side note, uh, Josh, we got to move main event to B because we're there's no way we're finishing this in ten minutes. So. <laughs> Tell whoever needs to be told that because we're going to keep going. Yeah. That's right. For you guys, we love uh, you. Be. Um, so, uh, <laughs> oh, wait, but not got- that much further because I have a show after this. <laughs> <laughs> you might have to skip it. Sorry. No, Sorry, boo. I got, a tweet. I got a tweet from Graceland TV UK saying, Mike Warren, whatever, excuse me. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to I'm already t- offending people. Oh, what do they call themselves? What do they say? Tomato tots? That's what his fans call them. Yeah. I didn't know that. I did not know that. That's what they called it. You've just fried some tomato tots tonight, Jeff. Tomato tots. Um, Okay, so Archie's dead too. And it's just amazing how composed Sid is at this point. Because he's no, like, from the start, he's no, he knew he won. Like, at this point, he's just like, everything's gone according Mm -hmm. to my plan. And my, and like, no, Mike, it's it's you who killed me. Is that my gun? Mike, you idiot. Just pick up your gun, why don't you? Exactly. Put your fingerprints on it. But his bullets are already in the people anyway. Yeah, strangely, that is. it was not scripted that he picked up the gun. I was sort of surprised when I saw that. <laughs> it was like kind of like movie cliche. We're like, dumb! Oh, who did that one? Yeah. Who did that? <laughs> Somebody on set went, you should pick up the gun. <laughs> and Sid says, if it helps, Mikey, you almost had me. Oh, that, oof. I, that made me dick. so mad right there. Total dick. I would have at least kicked him in the face or something, but... Yeah, you know, I probably would have, too. Yeah. Just saying, if I wasn't going to shoot him... And then he would have been the ones that were wrong, because they were like, well, you kicked him in the head, though, so you probably killed everybody else, you know? So, wrapping out Mike's uh, storyline, not to the hospital scene yet, but his storyline so far, and we see uh, he calls Briggs, he says that uh, he needs help, Briggs is kind of consoling him a little bit, and Briggs says, I do believe you, I do believe that Sid's just blowing smoke out his ass. And uh, Briggs says, we got, we'll send help. So Paige is there with Mike. Mm. Paige want, or Mike wants her to leave. She apologizes for not believing him. And it's like, we know it's coming at this point. 
He says, I'm going to rest. And she's like, well, she sent a team to Arizona for Lena. It'll be good when they find her. Yeah, it's better that they They believe. believe. Mm. It's like, believe what? That she's happy. That she's in a better place. Happy. I love that music cue in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the rain coming out. Of that, oh. I knew that was, and, and the fact well, was like, like, I just want to rest. I'm yeah. like, oh, well, you, are you gonna die right now? What's going on? Yeah, the closed captioning even said dramatic music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we watched. We came and rewatched the last like 20 oh, minutes awesome. with him here. Yeah, before. and it literally said dramatic music, and she walks out into the rain, and it was just, it was perfect. That was nuts. Yeah, her face. I was like, oh my goodness. The rain what was a little cliche, though, guys. Come on, you got to give me that. Uh, it was real. It was real it rain. Was real rain. Yeah. Okay, awesome then. I like that then. <laughs> oh, it's going crazy. Maybe you shut down twice. Steven, can't stop, won't stop. Yeah. Hey, it's when it happens, you roll with it. <laughs> like, like, it's not a lot of rain when someone's sad. Can not she? Can she, can she have a scene? It was pouring rain during our scene too. We had to wait in the cars, and then mm. we'd jump out and try and get it done. When, when I was kneeling in the dirt, and Eric I can tell. Oh wow, really? Got, it was a dark mud on your. Oh on your yeah. Pants. Oh, so and, uh, I didn't catch that. Oops. Oh. Well, I mean, well, I was okay. in white pants kneeling on the ground. So yeah. yeah. It was bound to get a little. Kinda dirty. happens. You know? All right, so Charlie. So we leave off. Charlie introduces Charlie, or Amber oh, introduces man. Charlie to some guy who's a British dude. We find out his name is. Something. Um, yeah, Rick says it later. I'm like, yeah, really? Jermaine. Germ- yeah. When the hell do we say that? Jermaine. Yeah. Um, so he, they put her in a chair. They think she's a cop. He's a money cleaner. We find out a money laundry, money launderer. He's going to basically beat it out, a confession that she's a cop out of her because Amber works with the money launderer. The money launderer wants to protect his assets and protect his name because if it leads, if Amber gets taken down, she can sell out him. So basically, he's protecting himself. Um, and then Charlie actually does say that she's pregnant. Yeah, she tells Amber that she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. So Amber says, well, just don't hit the stomach. The guy's interrogating and keep asking if she's cops. He hits her. Amber stops. Your boyfriend shot me. It's like, that's not me. I mean, it was him, not me. We cool. <laughs> um, and Amber just says it's out of her hands. This is where Briggs shows up and lays the Odin beat down on these fools. Uh Bill, well, actually, he goes and confronts Billy to mm-hmm. ask what right. it is, and Billy says who it is. Basically, Charlie doesn't understand the British ape. They hear gunshots, <laughs> and that's... <laughs> Those are your notes? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. my note, it's, yeah. it's hard to like read it off because it's so weird. Um, they hear gunshots. They see a dead body, and Briggs is just taking out mofos like left and right. I oh, don't know, man. In the original, he kills seven people. What? Oh, really? Yeah, you would say it was like you're cutting that down to like one. <laughs> Briggs is just like boom, boom, boom. Yeah, and Mike's too. Originally, Russell, our director, he shot it like a big video game. So he came in, it was one That's shot. What I said. Mike shot the whole thing, and we ended up cutting it way down. So, oh man, yeah. it did feel like a video DVD, game. But, yeah, that was the yeah. Russell's idea. Was it like a first person like? It, really it was. Yeah, because yeah. he goes boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Like he came around every corner, somebody yeah. would come out, and he was preempting mm-hmm. it. That, that would have been cool. sick. Well, no, because you would have said that's cliche. As he's going down the corridor. At our family's compound, it's yeah. it's just literally like you you see him moving, boom, and then there's yeah. like somebody else. It, it is like first person shoot 'em up game. It's, we'll probably it's lay cool. that into the because it's a, it's a really beautiful one, so we'll probably lay that on the DVD. Okay, cool. sweet. Which uh, do you know when we can pick that up yet? Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? No, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, just everybody here, um, I apologize, Mackenzie. Uh, Mackenzie says, <laughs> "Do not laugh to- at Tevater Tots because Aaron likes it." <laughs> I'm not laughing. They're laughing, not me. I apologize. <laughs> I'm laughing. That's terrible. <laughs> it's a cool. I wish somebody would. There's nothing that rhymes with Valdez. Valdez or tots. It doesn't work. That's a, it's, I kind of think it's cool. Does he like something with do, they like, do they like ketchup the with Eric their Vader tots? Oh, you just no. 
Let's get back to the episode. I just yeah. noticed you keep thumbsing up in that camera, but it's, when you talk, it's, it's on that it's one. This one, yeah. Oh well, thanks for telling me, <laughs> guys. This is the this is the behind the scenes camera. Yeah, that's one I addressed in front of right there. But. Oh, <laughs> if you Should caught the I? pre-show, <laughs> well, you are Mackenzie. I All right. apologize. So uh, he puts a bullet right through Amber. Poor girl. Bam. You know. Whatever, man. She. Oh. Good. Whenever uh, she needs to get shot again. <laughs> British <laughs> guy tries to pull some crouching tiger, hidden dragon stuff yeah, on this. Like that, that jump was kind of. I know. And somebody, I don't remember. I wish I'd have written it down, but somebody, somebody tweeted. It's like, what is that, Superman? There? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, someone like, did yeah. tweet that. It was like the Batman when he yeah. kind of jumped. When uh, what's his name? I don't know. I'm yeah. Well, Bane. Yeah. Bruce yeah. Wayne. Bane. Yeah. One of those guys. Oh yeah. yeah when they jump. <laughs> Actually, jump it's, oh general. my god. Um, so the uh, Briggs gets to Charlie and she's like, You're in Mexico and he's like, Bitch, I'm oh, right here. Yeah. <laughs> I like that line. Was that was that written or was, was that written. just oh, okay, that was she cool. Was supposed to be originally because Amber does this horrible move where she smacks her in the head, which is just a terrible oh my god. Yeah, that was kind of the pistol oh, whip, yeah. Horrible. <laughs> she's usually got people for that. That's where I'm in the editing she room going, remember. Is there another take? No? Really? Are you kidding me? They got that. That's the one. Alright, fine, use it. She's <laughs> used to be in the muscle. So, uh, back at Graceland, Briggs is saying he's too late. He's very emotional. Um, Briggs basically lays the smack down. This is why I was, uh, this is why I was saying that Briggs is taking the opposite route of being more defensive. Is his, what he says to Charlie, he says, Jermaine is that British dude. Jermaine. I'm gonna find him and I'm gonna hurt him. Mm -hmm. And she's like, don't, if you could, I would hope you would, but no, I can and I will. And I'm gonna, we're gonna see this guy get probably jangled. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Ugh. Okay. So uh, next time we see Mike, uh, this is where Briggs talks to Mike on the burner, and uh, this is where also when Mike mentions that he's heard the tape. So now we see this history here, because I don't think Briggs knew that Mike had heard the tape at this point, but when Mike says, if I run, but you run, you catch Jangles and clear your name, but if I run, and that's where he kind of trails off, and Briggs is like, all right, I'm going to send Paige to help. Worst idea ever. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> So, before we get to the climax of the show, do you have to head out, Stephanie? Or do you want to keep stay on here? I do, but I was just going to give myself until 10.20. But they yeah. got to start their show, so you got to stay or go. got to stay or go. I'm going to have to go. Oh, oh okay. I, well, it depends, because I don't know if she's the only host or not. If she has a guest, then I'd be all right. Josh, is she the only host? I'll find out. Okay. All right. You let me know. It's like so many times Line breaking the third wall people. on this after buzz. That's what uh, happens. Show. I mean, but they understand. I love you, my people. When we do seventy <laughs> shows a week, some hosts cross over. It's kind of difficult sure. to do an hour and a half show when uh, we have so many going on. Um, so, uh, talking about Jake's and Paige, he's chilling with his feet up. He's finally getting a break. No break. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paige walks in on him, needs to show him something, hands him the letter, shows him the handwriting, and basically we find out that. What was off by the fold is that Mike had folded it like he found the letter folded, as opposed to... Which is how she had refolded right. it. She had refolded yes. it. Mm-hmm. And that's how we find out that she knew that something was wrong, because Mike had copied it literally copied down to pages. a T, right. but didn't as... try to copy it and be smart about it. Paige calls Mike a sociopath, Dale calls her crazy, and she says, you owe me, and I'm like, mm-hmm. you're a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what did it say? <laughs> I can just say. Woo! <laughs> All right. Um. So I mean, okay. Page rant. Everybody loves my page rants on YouTube for some reason. 
I love Paige. As a character, she's amazing. I love where we've taken her story. I absolutely love that we got to use her more because in season one, she was such an underused character and we didn't really... We can't, I can't really say this is out of character because we didn't really have her character to begin with. She so, was completely developed in this season. Your, her storyline was like nuts. So what I really like yeah. about how we ended this season is that I was worried that Paige's arc would be oh, the girls, the girls, the girls, the girls, the girls. Okay, she finds out Lena's gone and then she's just pissed off at Mike. But... Because you've thrown in that with Mike, with her being the one to betray Mike, and her being the direct cause of Mike passing away, potentially, it, it makes it so we're not here in her arc. We're here in her arc still, and it's going to continue moving forward throughout the seasons, and it's going to be a lot more satisfying. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, you're conflicted as to how you feel about her at this point right. because you felt so strongly about one way you heard her defending these girls mm-hmm. and, and going above and beyond, you know, for somebody else, and then all of a sudden. You have that flip, and someone's even closer. She to needs her, her redemption. She's turning on. She yeah. needs her redemption, and I feel like her redemption comes from her realizing what a terrible mistake she's done. Which she does in that very last scene. The thing about Paige is that at the end of the day, she's a member of Graceland, so we're going to love her. We're on her team, but she just—I know. Trust me, I'm in the same room with you every Wednesday. I know, but but it just gets frustrating because she gets. It only makes me mad because she's the girl that gets conflicted with her emotions and lets that get in the way when I want her to be like uh, Charlie, which Charlie kind of does the same thing, just, you know, cold-blooded also. But all of that happens, and then finally you see her break down at the end when she tells Briggs what she did. I just, yeah. I like the fact that because of the, the way her character's gone this whole season, she was, you know, she's superwoman. She's fighting for all these women. She's going to save all these women, and she's such a, a character that, that as, a, as a viewer, you can really latch on to. Like, yeah, go Paige every mm-hmm. week. And then you get to this, this point now where you start to see her, well, a couple episodes ago, you start to see her shift into this trying to figure out what really happened thing and she's she's not one to let up until she finds an answer mm-hmm. and then you finally see this this you know humanistic part to her right now where she's not you know she's not a superhero she's not an angel she's going to make a decision whether it be a good decision or a bad decision in this case it's one that really you know changes mike's life mm-hmm. um but it's that it's it's true to life like when people Again, react off of emotions. They're going to to make these decisions, these rash decisions. And if she had just gotten upset at Mike and left it at that, it, it wouldn't have been, been as interesting. Absolutely. You know, it wouldn't have been as realistic. And so, for me, just you know, as a viewer, it's as angry as you get at her for what she just did. It's it's like, oh, Good. what would I have done yeah. if I were in that situation? Yeah, you know it's what the I mean? human side. I think this season you see the human side of everyone at some Everybody. point. Absolutely. You know, all yeah. the conflicts are based. You see that with, you know, with Jake's early on, and you see it with Charlie and Briggs now with the babe, and you see it with Johnny being conflicted, and you mm-hmm. see it with Paige being conflicted. You know, initially Mike was the one who had those sort of things, I feel like, and then now this season he's the one moving further away from the personal connects, I feel like. Yeah. It, you know. What I want to see from Paige, though, in season three, telling this directly to you, Jeff. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't get any higher than that. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see her do more herself. Because when I look at everything she's done in the season, it's a lot of, oh, I'm doing this for the girls, I'm doing this for the girls. But it's after, after she got out of being in the house undercover as one of the girls, she really didn't actively take part in anything big picture wise it was solely focused on the girls and i feel like graceland shines when each character has their own storyline but then they can also take part in the larger picture Mm -hmm. but what we didn't what we lacked seeing is that 
we didn't see her taking part in anything with the Carly, with Carlos Solano, with the Solanos, with Jakes, with Johnny. Well, besides that being connected to them to begin with. Yeah, you know? but aside from that, it's it's a she was very third party in this. See what I find interesting about the way it did play out is. It, it, when going forward into season three, season four, season five, you know, keep Not going. <laughs> you see, it, it, it gives an opportunity to show the backstory as to why she is who she is and why she's so hyper focused on helping these girls. What happened to Paige that made her that so way. such a vigilante and mm-hmm. such a you know? Yeah, I've why got to make case? this. Why did she? Not, like completely get block lost? everybody yeah, else's exactly. stuff and all these other cases out and be hyper focused on this. There's got to be some demons in there, and that to me just leaves that door wide open for exploring the backside. You know, the the backside of Paige. You can't <laughs> the backside of, poor choice of words. Well, a lot of people do that on a weekly basis, but <laughs> the backstory of this character and why she, you know, who she's, why she is who she is. Because like you said, in season one, you didn't get get to really see a lot of who she was. So, I don't know, I find that kind of interesting, leaving it that way. I like that you use the word hyper-focused, because if you look at this season as a whole, all the characters had their own separate kind of thing that they were hyper-focused on. Mm -hmm. Mike was hyper-focused on getting these buses slash Sid. Mm -hmm. Um, Johnny was hyper-focused on Lucia, basically, ever since he met her. Lucia's backside. Yeah, Yeah. Lucia's backside. (laughs) Uh... Jake's we we get him with his son, but then ever since then, Jake's was kind of hyper focused on just helping everybody else. Yeah, he's Jake's, a big brother for everybody. Yeah, yeah and which is kind of sad because his character is such a tragedy mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. he never yeah. had every time something good is going well for Jake's, I look at it, I'm like, I I think of every way that it can go bad, and I know that that's going to happen. Yeah, and I'm just like, he's never going to get to have like the ice cream with his son and just have it be happily ever after. Because he's the go-to. It's going to be he he's going to have the ice cream with his son, then the ice cream's going to explode and kill his son or something like yeah. that. God, I know, right? Yeah. Ugh, you guys so, hate Jake's. No, no, no. I think I told you. Uh, no, you did last week. But like originally, uh, you know, Derek, who's who's like the guy, like you know, that's replaced him as a father in mm-hmm. Daniel's life, his son's life. Um, originally, Jake goes back, gets in a fight with him, and finds out he's a two-striker and turns him in for three strikes, gets the guy thrown in jail. And ultimately, we thought it's too dark, it's just too far for Jake. So we kind of pulled back on that. And the truth is, we didn't really find a good alternative to fill in, so Jake kind of became a utility player at the end, which sucks because Brandon is, you know, such an amazing actor. Yeah. So. But he yeah, didn't die. He does that well. He didn't die. He didn't no, die. No, I, still, I still see his character very wise because that's the only reason why they all go to him. He's the one that never messes up. Exactly. So he knows what he's doing. Well, I think that's what keeps him very safe and like secure in his position. Right. Well, Whereas Brand- everyone else, you don't know what's going to happen to them. Exactly. Well, Brandon wants to cut those dreads. Like fourteen years, he's been growing those. He yeah, wants to cut them on camera. I remember. So. Do you remember him in uh, in She's the Man when mm-hmm. they were short and like yeah, bikey things? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. He was- so we've been telling him if he wants to cut them, we'll cut them on camera. We'll like you know he needs make to, like, it a thing. Rise mm-hmm. like a right. phoenix from that. So that's not what we're maybe. He also has like on. his own real the fact that his own real life problems are constantly there too. I feel like. For him, his job is his job. Mm-hmm. For everyone else, it's their life. Yeah. Right. You yeah. know, and for him, he's got this other thing in the back of his mind that even if he has the best day at work or the worst day at work, the situation with his kid and his, you know, and, and, and right, his mom. Right, there's priorities for talked Absolutely. about that openly, that, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. several times, so. Can I ask um, about, I had it right there in my mind. Oh, yeah, about about Jake's. Does Jake, has um, Briggs told Jake's that Charlie was the one with the tape yet? No. Oh wait, I take that back. No, he knows. He, yes. So he does know. He yeah. he knows that that's the deal. I don't remember if there was yes. a scene where that happened. Okay, because I'm just wondering. Eleven, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I was. I'm wondering where we're gonna go with Jake's and Briggs's relationship because I feel like 
with the house so split right now with Johnny and where he is and with Paige where she is and I feel they're like not, Briggs not... and Jake are Jake's are going to be the the wrecking crew. Oh, you know what? Yeah, because yeah. I think I was drunk <laughs> during the TV Guide interview today, and I think I said that like it's going to be Jake's versus Briggs in season three. So, really? Yeah, maybe. We'll see what you happens. see, the only reason why I know that you're the creator, but the only reason why <laughs> I don't see that <laughs> is because is I'm sorry. It's just it's just because they're. I know it's your show. I, <laughs> what I've appreciated about these two characters, and I hate to do this uh, towards my own kind, but <laughs> they're not females. Where they're not so overly dramatic, like especially in a position where they're in Graceland. Like I do like the seriousness, and I do like it when they hash it out, or when they take it like like guys do, like with Johnny and Jake's. Hit me, like try it. Do I swear to God, do it one time, and then it's done. Mm-hmm. Where if it if it grows into anything bigger, it's like, nah, you guys were the one that were solid. You guys are the ones that should be able to save the rest of the crew. Mm-hmm. Lead by influence, well, maybe. They won't get back to that, but yeah. It's just when people are so tight, things can just kind of right. unravel yeah, very I mean, easily. Some of my favorite moments are like in season one after the after the bounce house party when uh, when he comes in and just decks Johnny. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so tonight good. in the episode when you know. When Johnny just shoves him and says, you know, try it, dude. You know, yeah. What mm-hmm. talking about. It's yeah. definitely interesting to see those two characters' dynamics because Johnny has always been, I mean, they've always kind of been at odds, but Johnny's always been the submissive one right. in the that. brother kind of a Right, thing. but now it's like, see, I mean, I got to say, my, I'm really excited about the, the triangle between Lucia and Carlito and Johnny because that was the one that, you know, early on we'd been talking about doing that we, that we knew early we were going to do because it was like, you know, Johnny, because Johnny's like, you know, he's like the nice guy. He's the good guy. He's the guy that protects the house. And it's like, how can we fuck that up as much as possible? <laughs> and it's like, take something he loves and just, you know, so it's like Johnny's going to be the guy that's going to be, he's got to betray the house or he loses the woman he loves. I mean, it's like, you know, like, you know, what, what is, what is this, what do you make him say at the end? It's just cool. It's like, Lucia stops. It's a ship oh, stops. Oh, the plane Lucia stops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the plane stops. Yeah. Lucia stops. Yeah. Ooh, I made him say that a couple gives, times too. I, it was it was only written once, but I just I I wanted make to make him suck him. your gun. Yeah, yeah. I I like that though because I appreciate that all this pain and like trauma that he's going through is going to allow his character to be able to grow also. So now that he's not so the young and inexperienced one. Yeah, I want now, him to be like standing over Carlito saying, you know. You know. Who's yeah. the bitch? Who's the bitch now? Exactly. You know, so. Or something. In, yeah, Show, I mean, like have him rep his LBC how they do down there. <laughs> when you start to see, I think the first glimpse of that is that moment you talked about with him and Jake's where Jake's pushes him like he always does mm-hmm. and expects him to just kind of be like oh come on man blah 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 and he says do that again yep. and you can tell in, you in Jake's, his face yeah. it's like whoa yeah. okay something has changed here and I, I, that's why I love that moment as simple as certain things like that are they it's make important. such a huge impact oh, on, on rece- where the story is going to go he received it perfectly oh yeah mm-hmm. well, it's too, I love their dynamic anyway they, they get along really well in real life mm-hmm. and it shows on camera too they, they play off each other really well Mm -hmm. what's great about it too is also the change in johnny in in his care of life because when you look at johnny for the first time in carlito when you do have a gun to his head when you could kill him at any moment he says do it it, it's he doesn't care for his own life at that moment Mm because he knows that he has to do this now because he wants to be this agent he wants to be everything but when the difference is when you bring lucia into it it's not it's not just him because he he can he can throw his life away, but when somebody he loves is involved, it completely changes demeanor and it completely puts things in perspective of how this job goes, how deep it goes yeah, into. The stakes are really exactly. high at that Absolutely. point. The highest stakes he's ever experienced. You see everyone else in the show go through things right. like that, but this is when you really see 
Because he finally really has gay. something that he can be passionate about. Mm-hmm. You've already met his mom. Else, everyone else is. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He had family dinner with the. You stayed at her house. And yeah, actually, by the way, Danny's real mom was in. Yeah, in yeah. the scene when we really? all sat yeah. at the table together when. When it's when that you episode. got beat up, right? Yeah, this oh, scene, yeah, scene when, where and, I got and dinner beat up. At the, lunch, the lady and sitting next to Manny or to Johnny, that's Manny's real mom in real yeah. life. She <laughs> oh, came really? out she yeah. came out to watch a, a taping that week and so they put her in the in the scene and everything. Like, perfect. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. She got to watch it all go his down. His aunt was there too. I don't think his aunt didn't make it in the she didn't go on set, did she? Or not in the... She wasn't filmed. But either way, yeah, it was his mom. So we're an hour and six minutes in right now, guys. So that means I'm going to go ahead and do some Titan shout-outs. You guys can <laughs> shout-out anyone you want to on Twitter who's been tweeting out throughout this. Okay. Um, but, guys, you need to go to iTunes. You need to rate and subscribe and comment. Uh, we got one comment last week from Love Justified. It says, great podcast and really enjoyed the Jeff Easton insight. Great panel. Thanks for the valuable insight. Uh-huh. Paige's character is very annoying lately, but still love the show. <laughs> <laughs> Think Johnny is going down oh. and not on... Carlito. <laughs> wow. Damn. That was like the picture. Oh, we can't even say the caption. I know. Like, there's oh. this, I can't even really like say it, but there's this really... I retweeted it, I think. Somebody did a little scribble of... Uh, Johnny and, and Carlito. It was a pretty good little drawing. So if you go back through my feed or whatever, Graceland Rule Thirty Four, basically. It was. It was really funny. That's crazy. But guys, definitely go on to iTunes, rate, subscribe, and comment. Because honestly, like people look at this, they'll be like, "Oh, this is a good podcast. Let me listen to this." I mean, the fact that we have two actors from the show and the creator himself. I mean, I don't know if there's another podcast that can really beat that at this point for Graceland. Probably you know, look no. how invested in the show he is. Look, look at. <laughs> <laughs> we'll pretend he's looking at Twitter. He is Twitter. Oh, I am. I'm just like, wow. Well, because the West Coast is airing right now, so they're starting to tweet. Oh, man. Okay, there we go. So if you comment between between now and the start of next season, (laughs) we will will give you all shout-outs on the Season 3, Episode 1 after show. That's right. Yes. Somebody's trying to start a hashtag Save Mike Warren, which is cool. That's cool. Don't forget to, you know, shout-out your favorite agents, uh, Agent Lemieux and Georgie. (laughs) Agent Lemieux does not make a good agent name. No, really. I I, I, I like Zelansky better. Mine sounds dope, so you guys can stick with that. And if you want the story on Zelansky, listen to our last week's podcast. Oh, yeah, I I did appreciate that that backstory. I didn't know that at all. I didn't either. Oh, my God, I totally was talking about it, too. I Ah. like copy. I, like, took all your words and was telling people about the show. Own networks. Oh, man. My own Insight. So going back to Jake's and Paige, so Jake, Paige basically wants him to run it through ICE to get a fingerprint because she's like, I know it's going to be Mike's fingerprint. It's like because mm. you're so sure of yourself because Mike is not this crazy guy who would be so deliberately detailed in this respect because he definitely doesn't want to fool you at all. Paige, Jake says the letter says, "Oh, you're a real hero." Partial on the stamp, so mm. we have a partial fingerprint for Lena. The same fingerprints they found from the bed at the girl's place. And she says, people believe what they want to believe. And we're just sitting here like... Vice versa. However, she is correct. She's going through she's like right. a chart. Right. That's yeah. a problem. She's I right. know. Yeah. It's like you want to hate her. But Can you know. I just say, by the way, that we got to think about why Mike, why Mike did this. And I think I explained last week that like Mike is the one that fixed her music box. Mm-hmm. Right. And the thing is, Mike didn't do this. He did not 
faked this letter and everything the full page. He did it for why he said, which is he did it for the family. Yeah, exactly. Happened to come back on page. I knew that the moment that she was gonna get cremated. I thought I agreed. I was like, I hope he sends the letter. I hope he makes everything he seem did. good so, so that everyone like shut up. He the fingerprint before mm-hmm. before he burned the body. Whatever, and so be it. But that's another reason why I'm getting frustrated with Paige is because, well, unfortunately, they're not communicating. Had they communicated, then maybe it wouldn't be so hostile. But if it, at the end of the day, he she got stabbed. There was nothing that he could have done about it, and he's just trying to look out for her family, which was which should have been Paige's you know best interest also. And what she doesn't know is that he was trying to get her out earlier, and that's what got her stabbed right. in the first right. place yeah. for Paige. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's right. it's how do you explain all that in right. one go? It's all like, yeah. And, and guys, then she brushed yeah. off can her. We, can sister. we say guys? We've all dated a Paige, haven't we? <laughs> We're trying to do that the right thing. And she's, she's yeah. And they, yeah, they just make yeah. it impossible. I can say yes. That, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't know. I don't know if Mike can do that in one breath anymore because uh, he doesn't have any breath anymore. That's right. Um. So, By the way, big shout out to my doctor, Jason Giles, who I said, "How do I kill a guy?" And he gave me that. <laughs> uh, the wrong guy. Mike should have been intubated, not with an oxygen mask. If you're ever looking for a doctor who knows how to kill a guy, go yeah. to Jason Giles. <laughs> That's a plug right there, yeah, Jeff. Have, yeah, no harm, bitches. Oh my god. So we get on on uh, Jake speaking on the phone, um, speaking Spanish really badly. Do we know who he's talking to at this point? No, it it's a matter. housekeeper, somebody yeah. that picked okay, up the phone. Okay, so on the it's, yeah. right? it's just an entrance scene to give a scene before, like the the where you are, the plate. What it's is a writer that? Technique, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> this is where we saw Johnny and Johnny and Jake's have their moment when he's like, "You let them take her," mm-hmm. and he's like, "Nah, I." Yeah. She went with them willingly. Right. Exactly. And this is where we split these characters off. All right, this is where Sid is at the precinct and Paige is standing next to him. Mm-hmm. And this is where we're just like... Shout to the heart <laughs> and you're to blame. Whoa, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got you, Jamie. What you guys missed is that we... I actually did that song for karaoke with Brandon J. McLaren while you guys were there at the rap party. Oh, oh no way. That's <laughs> world. <laughs> Yeah, Not the rap party, but the. Pay, like, a I don't remember that. Thing for that now. Huh? You have to use you like pay for that little uh, sh- little. Uh, as long as it's under like eight bars, right? Don't yeah, you don't have to pay All for right. it. I don't have to pay it's for it. Good thing I didn't come in on. I think you actually have to be in key. <laughs> you're oh, good. Well, then, you're fine, right? <laughs> then I'm good. You're good. Hey, speak for yourself. We're on key. All right. <laughs> I mean, you were. I mean, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, this is where Sid tells. Okay, well, he's at the hospital under the name Mike Richards, and I'm just like, yeah. yeah. What was the point of that? Like, she was angry. Like, I know, like, she, but fe- like she, she felt betrayed. Off. So she wants him to die. People well, like that's yeah. that's like real what's, extreme. What's funny to again, me again? Have that, we all dated Paige? <laughs> but I want to <laughs> again. I've dated guys like that. I'd like to say that as well. Guys like Paige. Mm-hmm. Yep. Guys like Paige. So Paige, you, you guys. Have pictures of that. <laughs> I do want to say at this point though. That you don't know what Paige is thinking about Sid either. Because exactly. the fact that Mike asked Briggs, That's... do you believe him? Mm-hmm. And Briggs had to take a second to say, no, I don't believe him. Means that Paige could actually, at this point, the fact that Mike had lied to her, and not even intentionally, as you've said, like the fact that she feels so betrayed by Mike, she won't believe anything he says. And in her mind, because she's been so far outside of it, Believing Mike's been going after Paige or uh, after Sid, this hardcore Sid's story in her mind as Mike being a liar right. could make right. exactly. sense. No, right that's yeah. exactly yeah. yeah. Because so that's, it made again, her feel better about herself. Too, yeah, for all the, the one that I mean, Mike says you believe me, right? And it's kind of like 
maybe he did go down and shoot everybody down there. Yeah, it's yeah. a believable story. The fact that the fact that people are believing it and Sid can set Sid set Mike up so perfectly mm-hmm. is that people in Graceland could actually believe Sid's side of the story when they're hearing it. And that's what that's yeah, why I gun, don't. He's dumb enough to pick up his gun for some reason. <laughs> he runs. I mean, you know. yeah, Aaron, what the hell? <laughs> hey, my gun. What the hell is this doing? <laughs> and then Pro- I, prop department. This doesn't go here. I also think though that um, as I mean, she, she probably did know, but I kind of feel that she could have told Sid also, not thinking that he was going to go kill him, but maybe turn him in. Oh, that's no, that's exactly that's what, what we're oh, saying. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. okay. We're saying, saying that she believed Sid's side of the story, right, and Mike and was maliciously going okay, after him. As angry as she is, mm-hmm. she she doesn't she want to kill Mike. What to kill? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So she she's still not about thinking. It, exactly. She's still not thinking. Right. Mother. And it's a damn shame because she gives him away. Uh, Briggs has this uh, scene. This is where we cut out the mm-hmm. speech. I'm assuming mm-hmm. of Faith Seven, and he's trying to get the band back together. He talks about. Um, he talks about how this used to be a place where we're supposed to become to decompress, but we're basically all against each other at this point, and it's going to unravel if we continue with this. Mm-hmm. We see Paige kind of just moping in the background. I literally wrote in my notes, Paige is in the background, F her. That's what, <laughs> yeah, I got a, somebody tweeted that. They said, that's right, Paige, you sit in the corner by yourself. You yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember who tweeted that. This oh, is that literally is so right funny. after she gives up Mike, though. Um, so... Then Paige just walks off because everything's about her, and uh, Briggs and follows it her. Building up, I do like how Builds she does up. that. She she starts recognizing it, and then she starts feeling it inside. That shout out to I Serenda. Up. I met, yeah. yeah, I messed up. I messed up. Which I have to say, any character that can really piss you off, job well done on the acting because you nailed it. You give you care. Yeah, you're exactly. affected by them. It doesn't matter if you like them or hate them or love matter. them or whatever. It's, they're doing it's, a great job. They're so, affecting you. And stuff. But it's it's. I think she does wonderful at the end when it's just like low, like slowly just kind of getting to her, and then that's when she leans against the wall and just just like. Yeah. Can I just bring up what I do? Can't Briggs just call the hospital? Hey, can you guys make sure? Mike's that's what I was yeah. gonna say. Yeah, no, don't don't ask. Don't yeah, ask. Hit, hit up the show the show creator. Yeah, you should talk to that. Yeah. <laughs> so so are you saying we cut out? So sixty seven minutes was the original runtime. Five minutes of that was Briggs on the phone like hitting numbers trying yeah. to get through yeah. to a person. He's sitting there going representative. Representative. <laughs> zero, 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 zero. If there's zero. a if there's a corrupt police officer going to the room of one of your friends yeah, about to kill him. Press, two. press five. <laughs> if you'd like to rehear these, press ten. Hey, press ten. To, uh, to, uh, to our, our homies at Toyota this season, if Briggs had had a Toyota instead of that old Bronco, he might have made it. I know we saw those commercials. Stephen loves the Bronco, though. I know the car. I I've told I've said this out loud, and I'm saying it here again. After season twelve, right? When when Agent Orange is retired, I want to buy Agent that Bronco. Orange. I want to keep that's Agent Orange. You didn't know that? That's the name of it. Yeah. Agent oh, really? Orange. Yeah. Nice. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. What other props have a name? Just that. I think we called it. We called it that in that one episode. I think. Yeah, it was in pilot, yeah. in the first season early on. It, it may have been the pilot. Yeah. Is yeah. Hector's Tacos a real thing? Because uh, we, we keep seeing that. We made it up. Okay, no. so that's just the recurring taco it truck. It probably is in East LA somewhere. Yeah, right? Sure no, absolutely. Like, Somebody listening to this podcast is like, there's a I'm getting on that right now. And Intro La Vista. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, Briggs and Paige, they're having their escalation, and then suddenly she's just like, she did it, Briggs! And he's like, did what? And she's like, she burned Lena's body. He? he. Oh, yeah. She, he. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, well, Mike got a sex change, guys. I'm sorry. Um, he burned. He burned Lena's body. Yeah, that's season five. 
This isn't Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> uh, or ER, I guess, was the one with the sex change. Okay. Oh, that's right. It really happened. <laughs> so he asks what she did, and she says, I gave Sid the name. I gave Sid the name, Mike Richards. And Briggs is just like... And she's like, I'm an idiot. I'm so sorry. She didn't say that. She didn't say that. I know. And I don't even feel that she understands the the ramifications of what she's done yet, even. No. She just understands that Briggs is, like, really into it right now. And, like, he left to... After yeah, the name. Stop him from getting arrested. He's going to go to jail. Yeah. That's what she thinks. But nope. Next thing we see is Carmine, a.k.a. Sid, in the outside the hospital, outside Mike's mm. room. Briggs is on the way, and then it cuts back to Sid, and then Briggs, yeah, um, wakes him up, he's being very calm and collected, just talking to him, you know, your lungs collapse during surgery, you know, it's easier to have a straight through bullet when you're shooting yourself, ha ha, mm-hmm. Mike, why didn't you ever record it in your room, um, I guess if this machine stops, you drown on dry land. That Sid- was a great performance, Steven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> um, Sid tells him that Paige gave Mike up the blonde, and Mike is just like yeah. so dumbfounded. And in his mind, like, this is the last thing he's thinking about is why did Paige give me up? What the hell did I Don't do? date blondes is what it says. <laughs> I think that's kind of... Is this the we'll moral story that. here it in really Graceland is. Season yeah. 2? That's, that's where... So everyone knows yeah. Stephen is a blonde. Am I? Well, because dating brunettes has worked out really well for the other characters, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> we go from women trafficking to undercover Johnny to don't date blondes. That's the that's the normal progression of yeah, things. Yeah. <laughs> um, then we we get a throwback to his his uh, mentioning with his first meeting with Mike, where he's like that scared smell again. Yeah. Because if this was a trap, mm-hmm. you wouldn't have that. You wouldn't have the eyes like that. You wouldn't be smelling scared. And he's like, why'd you come after me? You know, why me? Because you know what? I mean, now I got to kill you. And like, now I just, I got so much work cut out for me. I got to kill you. Then I got to kill Paige. Then I got to kill all those people that you know, Graceland, all Mm -hmm. your friends, everybody. You know, why why you got to come after me? Now I got to kill them all. You know, see what you made me do? Silly Mike. Should every recast time, Every time. Every <laughs> yep. time. needs a new posse. So. Normally I'm across and I'm like waiting. <laughs> I you totally fly out to Florida, it. but I mean, I'm I'm too, too busy here. <laughs> you know, I, I, I got to practice my acting on the Graceland. <laughs> this is why I don't take notes. I don't need to. Oh, <laughs> because I take too many. I know. Um, so Briggs is pulling up. Mike is dying. Oh, poor Mike. We get him flatlined. We love you, Levi. And even as... It's so terrible because even as Mike is dying and Sid is holding this tube in his hand, basically just severing Mike's lifeline, Mm -hmm. you still don't feel that much hatred for Sid. He's a nice guy. No, not as a nice guy, but more of... of, I'm all, yeah. I felt it more of a game well played. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like, like it's like Walter it's that, White's an evil guy, but when he takes out somebody, it's like, like yeah, well, good, you're an evil guy, but a game well played. Yeah. Right. It's justifiable because of the writing. If it wasn't mm-hmm. so clever, if if it wasn't so reminiscent of Odin and Briggs and how smart and planned ahead and how methodic they were with all their planning, mm-hmm. you would have been like, oh, so he's really just going to roll up on Mike and just do that? But right. the fact that it was all planned out from days and weeks ago you're just like 
All right. Well, if Mike's going to go out, that's the way to go out by somebody who literally was like a Batman villain. Okay, mm-hmm. but also he he suckered him because Paige told him the name. I'm like, you didn't even have to do anything for this, but walk into that room and put it on your finger and then hold this thing. Yeah, but I'm sure there's so many other ways he could have taken out Mike. This was just the Had one. He, to... But he didn't know. Not then, not there, not for this true. freaking season finale. <laughs> but then, but then we need an episode 14. Yeah. Well, it's true. Or a 67. And, it just, and <laughs> spoilers, it's, it's coming it's, next week, right? It's good no. to also see that, you know. <laughs> On Jamie Greyhead's Instagram video. <laughs> here's, what, here's what's coming up next. At, the 13-second uh, preview. What was I going to say? Oh, at, it's, for me, it was like to see the, the season kind of, you know, end with, like you said, game well played on Carmine's character, Sid. That whole, you know, squeezing, that, that shot of him squeezing the tube, it's it's just like, you know, he's he's now got... He, he's definitely it's that power thing he's got he's got, got control the, whole, over the way he yeah. squeezed it too there's like a yes. fidget that yeah. you're like it's like this is this is mine now it's symbolic I don't for me it was anyway of just how much of a grasp he's got on the whole mm-hmm. situation well this is the it's it's interesting cause I mean let me know what you thought, Stephanie. Because at this scene, did you, you do you guys remember my reaction at the end? Of- <laughs> well, yeah, we should have. We should have. She, like, no, <laughs> she was like, "No, no, no, can't go to bed." No, no, no. She was like, "I think um, there was some Spanish in there that I can't repeat because it was uh, very vulgar." Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> I want to know what you think of this. In that, did you think? Did you think that Briggs would get there in time? While you're watching it, did you think that Briggs would get there in time? Were you listening no, to her? No, but I thought... Yeah, no, she right, did. I, I did think... No, but I just thought that we were going to see the, the code blue part. She goes, oh, God, she goes, Briggs, Briggs is going to get there. Gets there. He's going to knock him out. Code He's going to get there. Yeah, and then, and then I was excited for the code blue. And then he got in there, and it was like, pause, and I'm like, where's the code blue? Why aren't they inside yet? And... It no, makes sense I don't think, because I don't he put the he put the finger thing on. Him. No, I know, yeah. I, I know, but I'm just saying. It, I was just hoping for for my happy ending to see the resuscitation happen or something. Yeah, something. Yeah. Even if it blacked out then, but it's just that made me scared because that, that was a good moment of him just lying there dead before anyone was helping him out. I was enjoying it because I knew Briggs wouldn't get there in time, based solely on the fact that the the last scene that was similar to this was when Paige saves Mike, right? And then the last time that we get Mike when we get Sid and Mike alone. There's a savior at the end, and uh-huh. you guys wouldn't do that twice in a season. Absolutely. Yeah. No. So I was weighing at that, and I was like, okay, Mike's alone with Sid. Sid's, Sid's got basically the gun to Mike's head, metaphorically at this point. This is going to happen because this was good though. It was perfect because it makes sense. It mm-hmm. does. It does absolutely. You know when you're gonna when you're gonna kill off a character, you want it to make sense. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> while this was going on, I didn't have any moments where I was like, this doesn't make sense, and I was like. This makes sense. Even if they get rid of Mike's character at this point, which I don't think you're going to do. I mean, but that's that's the allure of season three. That's what we're trying to get everybody to get hyped up about. Like, right. is Hashtag he alive? <laughs> Hashtag save Mike yeah. Warren. Tater tots. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I can't laugh at that. Sorry, McKinsey. It's good that I can see the show moving forward without Aaron Tveit, and it's good that I can see it moving forward with Aaron Tveit. And that's what I wanted to see in in a finale that puts a character in that position. I agree. Because mm-hmm. if I if I if I thought Graceland couldn't have a season three without Mike Warren, mm-hmm. I'd be like, okay, well, obviously they're just going to bring him back, right? And you know what? That's actually a good point because I didn't feel any type of way except for the fact that I, that was just a surprise. Yep. Think Ghost Mike. That's what I'm just saying. <laughs> Briggs can only see him. He's, He's coming back crying. as a vampire. Yeah. So it's opera. still just it's still not the end. It was good though because either way, I'm okay. 
not like everyone else. Like, oh, if that person, what did you? What's the show that you stopped watching after that person? Oh died? yeah, the Shield. The Shield, the Shield right? So it, I, oh, I, I didn't feel that way. Too. You're like, yeah. how yeah. how can this show possibly go on now that they just killed him <laughs> off? And yeah. then you're like, oh wait, there's a whole bunch more seasons. I think and this still works. I think <laughs> that's the beauty of having such a strong ensemble cast. Absolutely. Is everybody. The show doesn't it. doesn't hang on one character's storyline and one character's well being. You've it, it, it changes the dynamic of next season mm-hmm. depending on what happens to him. He's dead-ish, as I like to say. <laughs> but either way, it'll stand on its own feet. You right. know? And yeah, it's I, like somebody, I won't say who, at the network told me, they said, look, you are not dead until testing says you're dead. Exactly. No, 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 absolutely. There you go. I, that's you know, since I've been to LA, I'll, I haven't I, like I haven't watched TV in a while. But after After Buzz, that's you know, that's part of my job now. And that's the one thing that I do appreciate about shows is ultimately they need to have a show where I'm where I love the cast, everybody right. in it, because I want to keep, keep watching it. And so don't know who's dead or not dead unless, until the fat lady sings. Where right? where I see it going honestly is Mike's in a coma at the beginning of season three. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because he has a collapsed lung. Right. Um it's difficult. He lost, oxygen. he lost a lot of oxygen. They could bring has- him back, but it would make sense that with his injuries he went into a coma. Right. And that's kind of where we're left with Mike Warren at season three, because that leaves the writer's room to experiment with all the other characters. They don't mm-hmm. need to worry about where Mike Warren is right now. They don't need him so caught up in Oh my God! Paige did this. It gives Paige time to reflect, and he doesn't need to before wake before he comes back. Yeah, and let me tell you a little practical thing about networks: we're paying Aaron whether he's in a coma or not, and they don't like to do that. So really? Uh. Throw that out. Yeah. Okay, so no coma. Maybe episode one. Coma. Maybe not. Well, it'll get. Or either, maybe he's dead. It'll either be dead or it'll be over quickly. Or I like the of being placed in a coma on television. Not placed. I was in a coma. Oh on yeah, television. you were. <laughs> and that lasted a week. So you're right. It's it's they don't like to pay you to lay in a bed. <laughs> As well, much as it would be great. It's going to be, what's that called? Um, it's like a where he wakes up for just that moment. Oh, with time part. lapse? Uh, uh, where we jump forward in time? Or? No, 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 no. It's, mm-hmm. it's like where a person, it's before they die, where they'll ha- it'll be quick. Oh. Where they wake up and... No, where they wake up, they're absolutely fine. And they're, oh, they're that having, wasn't saying their final words. So conversations. Uh, I, I hate to do other comparisons of different shows when I'm talking about Graceland, but in Grey's Anatomy, it, after the airplane season, when uh, McSteamy... Has his like sudden? It's called a spurge. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I know it's, what you're talking about. Season, it's, yeah. like, it's just like a reflexive thing when the body just the body, <gasps> yes, but it's right before it goes out and, and then, then he the dies. Spirit leaves exactly. And, it's yeah. literally going to be. Last. It's going to be Mike going. <gasps> no, see me in my plays on Broadway. Much more simplistic. I think that he's just gonna wake up, say what he has to say, possibly, and then he's out. Which is exactly what I was demonstrating with. <gasps> that's what, oh, that's, what that was. that's okay. That's now I understand. Um, shout out to Eng09Bvate, Mike Warren is life on Twitter. <laughs> I disagree. What about Mike not dying? All that sounds a whole lot better. What? Wait, what? say it again. I read that word for word. Oh, I'm reading um, that right now. I disagree about Mike not dying at all. That sounds a whole lot better. Yep, yeah. exactly whatever the hell that means. Not dying <laughs> She's at agreeing all. with not the... F- at she just doesn't want him to die, yeah. That's oh, okay. It. So her Twitter die. name is Mike Warren is Life, so that makes sense. Oh, oh wait. I just got one from uh, McKinsey who says there is a, also a Hector's food truck in Arizona. Oh, oh that's so funny. Just that say that. So that's where... That's, so Mike called oh, yeah. up his good buddy Hector and was like, hey, can you send this letter... Oh. From Arizona. Also, wow. also in, There's also yeah, one in California. California. I just read that, too. That. Yep. Yeah. Oh, my phone yeah. died. Mackenzie, oh. you're on point tonight. Okay, so I want to talk... She's contributing a lot. Thank you, Mackenzie. Yeah. We really appreciate she is. that. She's all over the place. We I really... Like, I like, 
people being active on Twitter. We've yeah. really broken down this finale to all its all its finer points yes. at this point. Yeah. Um, I don't want to make them engineer too much longer, but I do want to get into a little bit of Eric and Jamie and Jeff. Um, I talked to Jeff last week, so he can just sit there on his phone. But <laughs> Hey, they stopped the clock at an hour six. Why is that? Is that because uh, the, we broke the record? I think I held the record, and then Jeff beat me last week. Jeff did beat you. But I no, know, you yes. have the record for Spotlight On, and Jeff has the record for Creators and Showrunners. High five. Yeah. Oh, shocker. You're talking a lot. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, it's because of this guy. It's because I talk too him. much. He doesn't know how to shut I'll, I'll um, probably have to like pay an hourly wage to the engineer out of pocket after this because my <laughs> boss is going to be like, why did you hold him for another hour? You were drinking too, though, right? <laughs> What's that? You were drunk too, right? I, I drink water. That's that's all I need to he survive. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, no, dro- no drop of alcohol. No. But you know, you tried it. You told me you tried it. I've tried sips, but I've never yeah, had more than like this much. Yeah, one time life. I gave him a sip of my scotch. It was and wasted. I've never seen a funnier face in my mm, entire terrible. life. Terrible. I don't know. People drink that oh. stuff. Mm, okay. So, Carlito. To to be perfectly honest, no offense to Lucia, no offense to everyone on the cast, Carlito's the fan favorite this season, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you know this. Don't tell him that. But literally, all of when I when I posted, I was talking to Jeff. Mm-hmm. Everyone was asking me questions about Carlito, so I just kind of wanted to save them for when you're here yourself, because it doesn't make sense to ask Jeff about Carlito all the that's, time. That's awesome. No. So getting and if you want to know even more go watch the spotlight on with Eric because we do just dive into this so with your character with having an arc with this character that goes from so many ranges of emotions and now that we've seen where you leave off where do you where do you kind of see your character going and where do you find the inspiration for putting yourself in that place of I could do anything right now like jokerness yeah no it's it is it's that We've seen we've seen the characters for, for thus far. We've seen kind of the extent of his craziness, and I think at this point we saw the extent of his craziness when he was still under the thumb of somebody else. So yeah, like you're saying now that it's kind of this unbound world to him. There's no limits. I mean, this is this is now Carlitos Playground. You know, that's the name of a really good spinoff. Carlitos <laughs> Playground. Um, that sounds but no, it's, as hell. it's it sure does right. <laughs> I would love to see. I mean, obviously, I, I think you need to. You, you're going to have to explore the, this new world now with Carlito in power to see what he does. It's not something that I, in my opinion, this is not just me saying, "Hey, Jeff, write me in a whole another season." This is just me saying you're going to have to see, you know, how this new world is for at least a couple of seasons. You're not going to have like an episode or not a couple of episodes. Excuse me, seasons. Um, you're not going to have an episode where Carlito's in charge and then all of a sudden episode two. He gets capped. I don't think that would do. I have a prediction for what's going to happen justice. to you. What? Well, I'll, I'll save it for predictions. Can, you can continue. Okay, <laughs> but no, I, I think we'll see. We'll see Carlito's power explored to see how much how much control he really has. Because in his mind, he thinks he has it over on everybody. He thinks everybody is his puppet. I don't think that's going to fly for very long. Mm-hmm. But you, in order to make that all make sense, you're going to have to see that play out a little bit. Because now. I think eventually, you know, eventually Johnny's going to have enough. Like, I, I you know, I, I tweeted tonight, just kind of as a teaser, is Carlito had enough? Is this the end for Johnny? Obviously knowing that wasn't the case, but Jeez. just to kind of stir up a thing. And now that those those tables have, you know, definitely turned and Carlito has his power, I think you're going to see Johnny get pushed to a point. He's had to hold his tongue so far because he's had to keep co- he's had to keep his cover. There's no cover anymore. They both know who they are and what they're doing. So now it's just a matter of Carlito 
playing, you know, puppet master with Johnny. I don't think Johnny's going to stand for that for very long. And I think you're seeing another reason I like that whole scene with Brandon Jay, uh, with with Jake's, mm-hmm. is because you're fine. That was the moment where you see Johnny's character start to mature, stand up for himself a bit. And I think you're going to see. I would like to see personally that see a little bit of, of you know like you've said the character Johnny uh, Manny's character Johnny has been kind of playful and kind of like oh whatever and he hasn't really been you know the wittiest of, of the house but I think you saw that little part where now he's he's manned up and he's there's this change in him and I think you're going to see that intelligence come out that, that's kind of been hidden in there behind this facade this you know laid back character that he is and I see I think you'll see I think it'll go up in flames, like, in a big, dramatic way when that storyline finally plays out. So you think that Johnny has the potential to be Odin-like in his planning to take down Carlito to save Lucia? I think, I think Lucia's it, the wild card there, though. She absolutely is the wild she's card. She's a wild card. Mm-hmm. But I think that, that just easy. makes everything... I don't, I don't necessarily think it's going to be Johnny that himself takes Carlito down. Okay. I think we've seen that happen with the Odin, you know, with Odin... Even though it was kind of a mistake with, you know, or an accident, I should say, in killing Jangles. Now we've seen this. It was still kind of an accident because Paige didn't want to kill Mike, but it was a little more deliberate. I don't think you're going to see somebody just straight up, you know, I don't think it'll go. I mean, this is more in the world, their world, but I don't think it'll go to that. I think it'll be now Johnny will have kind of, as all this starts to unfold and all these things are answered, he's had time to sit back and observe what's happened and how people have done things and that's going to work to his advantage in terms of how to not make the same mistakes that Mike has made or that, you know, Briggs made or the Page made or anything like that. Maybe I just cap you. He's going to turn... <laughs> no, <laughs> that could happen. I we just opened on gonna... see, you know, episode one and that she pops me. I think that I think... you will follow in your father's footsteps and that your intelligence in all of this will expand so that it wouldn't it wouldn't be so quick. I mean, regardless what happens to your character, yeah. it's not going to be something that's going to be so quickly because then it would contradict this entire like last season and your development. Yeah, exactly. I honestly think that Carlito's going to be taken down by his own his own need for power, and what it's going to come down to is the race, relationship between Carlito and Sid. Mm. Because when we look at Sid as the main villain for next season, is what I'm looking at him as. And Sid is still in bed with Carlito. Mm-hmm. That's pretty volatile. I mean, think about it. Yeah. Everybody, a lot of people ask me, it's like, why would, network especially, why would uh, Carlito... Work with why Sid. Would Sid. Why would Sid get in bed with Carlito, knowing what he knows about him? And it's mainly because he just lost $3 million. And, you know, Daddy's paying him off with little suitcases full of money. Carlito offers him the whole shebang in one, you know, one set. That's why he gets in bed with a guy he knows is nuts. Right. So, it's money-driven, I think, and, at that point, too, because it's... Carlito, I don't even think it's so much about, like with with Carlos Sr., it was about the business. It was about the money. It was He was very smart even in having briefcases prepared to pay mm-hmm. these guys off. I don't think Carlito really cares so much about that. Power. He's got this, right. this money. It's the empire that he wants to build. Mm-hmm. You're not, you yeah, know? and you're not, a, like, Carlito's not as level-headed either as, as you know, our <laughs> no, father. So even no. though you're, you're rising up to his place, I think all of that's going to obviously affect you in a different way. So as much as you want Carlito to step up and kind of take over, there's definitely going to be a huge difference in the way things oh, yeah, happen, you know, and it's a completely even different he's business. smart, now. there's that other side of it. I think that Lucia will be spending time with Carlito, and, and what will happen is that you'll eventually, I mean, I can't decide if you're going to stay in love with Johnny or not, but if you do, I feel like that her character would almost manipulate Carlito to go away. 
Um, unfortunately, you would say it into his advantage, but I can see your character because it's so hot right now. Like you're, you know, you're hot on the not hot like physically, but just. Thank you. <laughs> but that you would need to you would need to step out for just a second because you could just get capped quickly because you're everyone knows what you're doing and what you're about. So I can see your character kind of going away for a moment and then we hearing about it, but that only gives you room to come back and like even twice as hard. Mm-hmm. Um where both of your characters would be around and then you just wouldn't know and you'd be like, Don't worry about it, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah, I mean I think I can see Lucia acting against her brother more so on behalf of someone else than herself even. Right. You know, like if it got down to like all of a sudden like things were happening to Johnny, I can almost see that being a switcher quicker than you know, she can always take care of herself. She kind right. of always has. I can feel like if there was going to be like a like a switch. But yeah. can she, she take was... care of a baby too? <gasps> <gasps> Lucia's is... pregnant. Paige is pregnant. Charlie's pregnant. <laughs> Everybody having Everybody babies. Baby. <laughs> well, can I just say in the original conceit, I think I mentioned this. Yeah, yeah you did. Lucia was going to be yeah. pregnant. And it was Charlie, you took my baby. <laughs> well, okay, you would have been in the coma, and there was a whole setup. Which yeah, you might have been the one that died. So, yeah, we no. decided this was I more did. interesting. So, how I many episodes that. are we gonna? How many episodes next season do we get to see Eric for before we pop a cap in him? Jesus, I don't even know if he'll make it out of the first one. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We haven't. You know what, Dan? Dan Shattuck and I will sit down very shortly, probably next week, I think. And uh, start working on season three. Do you inform people when their character is going to be killed off? Like, how do you do that? Do you just like sit them out and be like, <laughs> "No, it was like, so you remember that dog we had to put down it. a while back?" Oh god, <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, there was a big debate. We were doing this for who tells Aaron? Ready? One, two. Hey, buddy, how's it going? Yeah, you like <laughs> you know you like Broadway, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you got other stuff going on, right? Solo in Les Mis. Wow. Aaron, so uh, we can't afford you. We're going to recast you with Eric Eric after we kill Eric. Right. So Carlito's going to die, but then you're going to come out of coma, but you're going to look like Carlito. Because we had a body transplant. Face plastic surgery. <laughs> he, can, he can become a deep recover agent. There you go. That's All right, cool. I think I think we're moving into predictions territory. All right. This has yeah. to end sometime. I know. Sadly, I know. Guy, I don't get to play this. And now you're after Buzz TV. <laughs> I've never been in the room when it does that. Oh, right. yeah, because we don't I didn't do see it. The light. I don't remember the lights last <laughs> Okay. So, so we all know where we left off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, like what I said, I think that your your character will manipulate um, him to go away because I don't. She doesn't want to see her brother to die, and it would make sense for that to happen and for something to grow out of that. I think that Johnny will either try to figure out how to get Lucia, or you guys will distance from each other. Who knows? I think that we'll see Charlie with like a belly. Like yeah. like a belly, maybe? No. Yeah, that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> what? No. Okay, fine. The baby's born. She loses the baby. Something. Maybe you could be right up. <laughs> <laughs> You're low-key ruining my life right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Mike, maybe code blue, but I guess not. And then now they'll it'll they'll all be stronger if Mike dies. What? Paige what? is gonna go. <laughs> Paige is gonna go into the cuckoo house because uh, she's the cause of Mike's death. I've been predicting all episodes, so I don't really need to make predictions. Uh. I think that we're gonna see Johnny's mom again. I really think that if Lucia gets away <clears throat> from from uh, Carlito, that'd be the place to go because that's the, probably the only place Carlito doesn't know about that she's been so far. Because she already said that they know about this hotel. Like if she knows about the hotel, Carlito knows about the hotel. Mm-hmm. So I think that might be going down. I think we will get a little bit more with Jake's and his son, but I think it's probably going to be more 
towards Jake's becoming a main player mm-hmm. as opposed to him just having side storylines, which that's what I'm I'm really looking forward to because um, I know that uh, Brandon will come into the studio. I know Aaron and Briggs have not yet. Ah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll work on that for next season. No pressure. I know. No pressure, guys. <laughs> we got to get them all in here. We got to get them all in here. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I top to finish, season two. Good season. Really enjoyed it. I have no real thing. I have no times throughout the season where I was looking at it and I was like, why is this happening? Right. Mm-hmm. And for for a television series when its first season has such a new, like, it's such a new cast. It's a new concept. It's mm-hmm. a brand new show. You can't just jump into it and expect it to be good. I was pleasantly surprised with season two, season one. Ditto. And jumping into season two, I'm really happy that they're, that USA is letting you take it to this darker place mm-hmm. without kind of watering it down yeah. to... Yeah where Carlito could actually just be, like, this guy who runs a daycare center. Like, I don't want that. <laughs> no, I mean, that scene where, you know, where Johnny's, you know... In the ball pit? No, well, yeah, no, where Johnny's, you know, essentially performing fellatio on your gun is, like, you know... Yeah. Well done, USA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Yeah. Going for it. Start to finish, really happy with the season, really happy with the series so far. Cheers to season three. We need to get that. Knock on wood. Hopefully. Um, let us know as soon as as soon as you find out because we want to cheer you guys on. Um, thank you so much for coming for tonight. Yes, thank you. We it was so great it. that you could us. join us. And congratulations. It's been good. I'm thank stoked. Great sense. The ish. No, I, I mean, just, just from me personally, I really I, I appreciate you guys supporting us and everything like that. I appreciate you giving me a job. No. <laughs> yes, I, I thank definitely, you, sir. I appreciate the opportunity. I, I've said this before openly, and I'll say it again since you're here. It, it takes a lot for, for people, like you even said, with guest cast, to to create something so with so many layers and so dynamic and put that faith in somebody who's relatively unknown, and I really appreciate that that opportunity because this, this, I fell in love with the character from the get-go. So thank you, you. Thank you, USA. Thank you, everybody. Thank yes. You Thanks for giving us some pretty cool... Cool. And thanks, situation. Jamie, for hanging out and being such a wonderful sister. Oh, family love. Where can we find you guys on Twitter? Uh, you can find me at Eric Valdez, E-R-I-K-V-A-L-D-E-Z. And you can find me at J.G. Hyder, H-Y-D-E-R. And the man of the hour, the uh, man of the Jeff, decade. Jeff who... Easton, it's E-A-S-T-I-N. Thank you so much. For playing music, I want to say one quick thing before you guys cut out. Um, I am doing a charity event on September 27th here locally. A lot of people are asking me, what are you doing now that the season's over? Uh, I love cars, I love motorsports, so I'm competing in a charity race uh, at Irwindale Speedway. Stock car. I'll be driving right. a stock car. Sick. Yeah, buddy. On September 27th to raise uh, money for a Wounded Warrior Project. So oh, nice. if you're in the low uh, SoCal area, come on out, Irwindale Speedway. Go to my Facebook page or Twitter. I'll put all the information out there. He's but a really good, good driver. Nice. And hopefully I win. Sure. Check it out, guys. <laughs> Stephanie, where can we find you on Twitter? Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at Stephanie Georgie, G-I-O-R-G-I. Don't forget to talk to me about Graceland. The more we talk about it, the more people will hear about it. Yeah. And follow me on Vine at Stephanie Georgie and on Instagram at StephanieG47. Bye, guys. I'll miss you. All right, guys, and you can find me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux, S-T-P-H-E-N-L-E-M-I-U-X, as well as on Sundays doing the Strain after show. And starting back up soon is the Sleepy Hollow after show. Um, we will see you next season for Graceland season yes. 3 yes. episode yeah. 1 the after show here yes, at AfterBuzz TV <laughs> see you there thank you From executive hey. producers Maria Menounos Kevin Undergaro Phil Svitek and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com 
I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. <laughs> well, we just finished it. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Uh, 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 <laughs>